Hello and welcome to the AIS Arena for finals basketball here on the Capitals Radio Network. It is a big day here in the nation's capital as their favourite daughters, the Canberra Transact Capitals, try to work their way back into another Defence Jobs WNBL Grand Final. Craig Revelle and John Keogh here to call all the action of preliminary final day here in the nation's capital. And John, what an atmosphere we are seeing build up in front of us now. Almost a capacity crowd. The biggest crowd we've seen at the AIS Arena this year, Craig, and throughout the season. Crowds have been a little bit down, but there's no doubt that the Canberra faithful have come out in force this afternoon. To support the Capitals, they're looking to go into the grand final and defend that title and win the back-to-back WNBL championships. It was dubbed the 2007 back-to-back attack by the Capitals this year. At the moment, they're one game away from the defence of that title. Standing in front of them are the Adelaide Lightning. These two teams over the previous years have had some fantastic finals battles. We've seen overtime in finals against Canberra and Adelaide, which in fact the ABC were not prepared for and working years ago on Triple SFM, the Triple SFM commentators in Adelaide got to call the rest of the game as Michelle Timms was sitting over there looking at them going, my goodness, at 6 o'clock and the news is on the ABC. Such was the uh, pressure situation that we saw coming up to the, uh, well, to the grand final of 2000. Well, there's some great finals rivalry between these two teams, Craig. And you don't have to look back very far. Last year, the minor semi-final, Kelly Abrams, a three-pointer with only seconds to go in the game, sent the game into overtime. Canberra went on to win that minor semi-final. And as we know, the rest is history. They won the championship. It is indeed. Barry Barnes and Dale Barnes sitting down there in the... uh corporate box at the side of the court there. I, I, I tried to wave John but they didn't recognise me. <laughs> no good good looking bloke like you, I'm not sure yeah, why not. Yeah, we are a ways away because the boxes have been put not only uh, in the, the normal position here at the AS Arena but they are down the sides. Let's have a look at the lineups for today. Two omissions for the Capitals and they are, well, One's a surprise, one not so surprising. Kira Shields, who's been a member of the squad, not suiting up tonight. But Caitlin Cunningham, who came to the Capitals at the time to be the second tour with Tracy Beattie. Today on preliminary final day, she is sitting in the training top. And it's been a, a disappointing year for her. Well, it has been, but that's been in part due to the stepping up of young Abby Bishop, who's, of course, come across from the Institute of Sport in the off-season. She's averaging 10 points a game, 8 rebounds a game. She's been a formidable backup for Tracy Beattie. In fact, she's played centre as the backup to Beattie and also played the power forward position. Cunningham not playing today. Shields, as you would expect, the development player also not suiting up for the Capitals. But there's 10 fine girls out there running around for Canberra, Craig. Yes, there are. Natalie Hurst in the 7, Peter Sinclair in the 9, Abby Bishop in the 10, Jess Bibby in the 11, Michaela Dalgleish in the 12th. She been a great story in season 2006-2007. Kelly Abrams, the captain in the, her traditional number 13. Donna Lockhagen, her mind is going to be something that I'm sure everyone will be wondering about because of tragedy throughout the week. She's in 22. Tracy Beattie in 25. Kylie Lange, the defensive machine in 32. And the world champion Tully Bevelacqua in 44 are the capitals tonight. Lining up for the Adelaide Lightning, they're being announced onto the court by the court announcer here at the AS Arena. 
Darrell Lindsay in the four, Rebecca Duke in the seven, Dee Ranford eight. Wearing the number nine, Sam Woosman. In the ten, it's Cherie Smith. Eleven is Lauren King. Twenty, Kristen Rasmussen, the big centre. Twenty-one, Tracy Darn, the American import. Twenty-three, Erin Lorenzi. And twenty-four, Jess Foley rounding out the ten for the Adelaide Lightning. No Erin Phillips out there, but still quite a bit of depth in this lineup. Narelle Lindsay is such an experienced campaigner. She will lead this team well. And T. Ramford, another great player. There is plenty of uh, experience in this side. Sam Woos and Cherie Smith also uh, no strangers to the finals pressure here in the preliminary final day from the AS Arena. As you can hear in the background, the clappers are out and uh, well I certainly think it's our biggest crowd of the year so far John. Oh without a doubt Craig and those clappers are going absolutely bonkers as the Capitals announce onto the court. The fans are up on their feet. They're ready for a big afternoon of WNBL action. But Craig, looking at the form of these two teams, it is interesting to note. It's not the typical formula associated with two teams entering a preliminary final. Canberra have lost their last three games against Sydney in the last round of the season, against Townsville in the last round of the season, and of course last week against Sydney again in the major semi-final. Adelaide, on the other hand, have won two of their last five games. They did beat Dandenong last week in the minor semi-final, 66-61. The Capitals' last win, in fact, was back in round 16 against this very side, the Adelaide Lightning. And an announcement, Eleanor Sharp is going to be presenting an uh, award to Kelly Abrams, who now becomes the most capped capital in the uh, history of the franchise. And uh, I guess it's great that uh, Eleanor Sharp, the captain from last season, able to present that award to the current captain in Kelly Abrams. Well, will she become the next uh, championship captain of this team, Craig? It's the what we are all waiting to hear. The national anthem's in the background. I had a chance to speak to Chris Lucas. Well, Chris Lucas, uh, it's been eliminations for you for the last couple of weeks now, and the girls have responded well. Oh, look, we're pretty happy with the way we're playing. We, you know, we fully understand that we're going to have to play well to beat Canberra. You know, they've got uh, strength in in a lot of areas, and you know, we're we're playing well at the moment. We've made some adjustments, and uh, we're just going into the game. And I don't think we've got absolutely anything to lose. I think the pressure's really on Canberra. All the best tonight. Thank you. Well, Aaron Phillips, I guess the disappointment of being back here and not suiting up is a mess. Yeah, definitely. We had to shoot around this morning and I walked through the, cha- uh, through the change room and out into the arena and yeah, it didn't bring back too many good memories, but hopefully the girls can change that tonight. You've been through finals campaigns before. How are these girls looking tonight? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're fine. I mean, before the game, they're all relaxed and, um, you know, we're prepared the same way as we always have every week, so nothing's changed in that um, kind of behalf. But, um, yeah, I think just maybe a little bit more nervous come tip-off and, you know, finals are a different ball game, so... Yeah, it'll be interesting what to expect out here. You for yourself, since you left here last time, you've gone under the knife. How's that progressing in your knee? Yeah, actually the surgery went really well and um, you know, I'm already ahead of schedule already. I've got really good um, bend and range in my knee and it's so you know, it's just a matter of the 7 to 12 month old. just depends how it all goes. And But yeah, yeah looking forward to doing all the rehab and um, taking a little bit of time off. Probably not as much as I want, but um, yeah. It's a matter of uh, taking it on now. And what sort of timeline are you putting yourself back on the floor? Um, well, the doctors say I can start training anywhere from five to six months, so um, just a matter of uh, how my knee feels at the time and then how you know quick I can get fit as well. So. 
I guess you're working with the Crows as well on the rehabilitation. There's a few fellas in that yeah. team that have had this operation. Yeah, actually, um, Charlie Walsh, he's the, uh, he works with the, with the boys on their cycling and stuff. Um, he's going to be doing a lot of work with me as well. So, but, and also, you know, counter that Port Power, I've been using their gym as well, so swimming and that. And so pretty much the whole South Australian AFL teams have helped me out. <laughs> Aaron, what does it? What has it ruled you out of this knee injury? What? Yeah, um, obviously the, the WNBA um, that starts on May 19th, so I'll be out of that. Um, looking at the Opals campaign and stuff, I've got a few tours coming up, but probably would have missed them. Maybe would have snuck in one after the WNBA season before uh, the next WNBL season. But yeah, it's, um, probably the WNBA is the most one that I'll miss. Yep. So is it a matter of already looking towards the next WNBL season for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I haven't, you know, obviously I haven't really signed yet, so I'm still not unsure of what I'm going to do. But uh, definitely, if I do say, um, you know, in Australia, we'll be playing the WNBL, and um, I'm not sure about Europe or something like that. It's kind of just taking my knee, you know, getting that better, and then seeing seeing what happens. Talking about signing on, could you ever see yourself joining the Capitals? <laughs> you got too many point guards. You don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> Tully's uh, no, Tully and uh, Jess and, and Natty Hurst are doing a fine job job for you guys here, so you don't need me. Well, hopefully <laughs> uh, Coach Rufus will uh, give you the call up very soon. Yeah, thanks, though, guys. Well, Kerry Graff, I know we talk a lot about finals, basketball, and that's what you really live for, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, this is why you play elite-level sport. It's to be in these big games and to have it all on the line. You know, all the work you've done all year, it's here. It's, it's do or die time, and I love this stuff. Chris Lucas says there's more pressure on you than him. Is that the case? Uh, I don't know. I'll leave that one to Chris. I don't know why because we came second and they came third. I'm not sure about that. Uh, you know, we've been in a lot of playoff games. I love this pressure, so I don't think there's more pressure on either one than the other. Girls throughout the week, how they how they been coming back after last week's game? Yeah, look, I mean, I think we've had a good good practice week. It's been a little tough. Donna Love Hagen's been away all week in New Zealand with a shared death in the family to her young uncle and. So she hasn't been here a week, but I know she'll come out and play hard. Um, otherwise, it's been pretty good. You know, we've had a good week of practice, good preparation, and, um, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. Good luck. Thank you. So, Kerry Graff there, and I can't believe it. Uh, the first time, I think, ever in five or six years of interviewing Kerry, I had her on the back foot in an interview where, where uh, the question about pressure tonight... Well, the Capitals are under enormous pressure, Craig. We expect them to be playing in the grand final. The local fans certainly expect that. And their form just hasn't been up to scratch in their past three matches. Carrie Graff would have spoken to the girls during the week about that. She'll be trying to turn that around. And it's important that they get off to a good start tonight because if Adelaide get off to a good start, they will dim this home crowd of Canberra and really take the crowd out of the game. So I think the first quarter is going to be very telling in this contest. All right, the teams are heading out from the bench now. It is Beatty to walk into the centre of the court. Bibby, Bevilacqua, Abrams and Bishop for the Canberra Transact Capital. For the Adelaide Lightning, Lindsay, Foley, Garn, Rashmitten and Woosnam, the captain, are stepping out. It is about to start and it is final elimination action here. Damien Thies, sorry, we're going to do the referees and I jumped in. Referees Damien Thies, Raul Kirsten and Philippine. As the jump ball, one down by Tracy Beattie. Bevelacqua goes into the backcourt to pick up the ball. 
and brings it down the right wing. Beattie at the top of the arc, goes back to Abrams now. Abrams into the corner, gives it to Biddy. Biddy takes the shot, drives into the paint. Oh, rejected by Foley. Bishop there, and Bishop puts it in for her first two-pointer of the game. Yeah, great work from there from Abby Bishop. She's first in the lead for offensive rebounds. You can see why she grabbed that rebound down very nicely. As Rescoot now goes right side to Woosom. She can shoot the three. They'll watch her carefully. Over the top, Foley at the low post. Good little Jay. And Foley gets her first points for the game. Foley, a block and a score. Good start from her. As they bring the ball back down, Bevelacqua on the right wing, into the corner, Abrams, look away, bounce pass, Beard Bishop puts up the pressure over the top of Woosnam and goes to four points for the game. Woosnam now backs into trouble, goes out to Rasmussen, Rasmussen three-point shot, comes off the back of the iron, Woosnam, Bishop has given away the foul there as Woosnam was just trying to muscle her way into position to get the shot up. And uh, Abby, well, she knew straight away that she was in trouble. Yeah, Wisdom went uh, down the right lane there, pulled up Craig, and the shot from her, she almost travelled, and Abby Bishop, very unlucky, I thought. Wisdom at the line, hits the front and back of the iron, doesn't fall, and it is a let off there for the Capitals as Wisdom's second is all net. Beattie gets the ball, she'll look to inbound now, Bevel Aqua gets checked off the ball, has to go long to Abrams, almost at half court. Abrams pulls up at the elbow, shot doesn't roll, but Bishop regains it, puts the ball on the floor, pulls up, Beattie now from the free throw line, nails the two. Yeah, terrific start from both the tools from Canberra. Bishop firstly and now Beattie getting on the scoreboard, all of Canberra's six points. Bishop kicking the ball away as Lindsay tried to bounce pass it into the uh, paint. And uh, she realised the ball hadn't rolled out, but it was too slow to get back on it. It's Foley. Inbound now to Lindsay, outside the arc. Bibby watching her. She's on the 45 left side. Goes back to Foley. Over the top to Rasmussen. Rasmussen has Beatty. Oh, wrong foot. Beatty, but Beatty's good enough to get back there and put the block on the shot. She goes long. Gives it to Bibby. In the paint. Bishop. Out, uh, back out to Bibby now. As Bibby. 18 foot J is good. And the Capitals lead 83. Gee, Jess Bibby would think, be thinking of Lucky Stars. She made that bucket because Abrams was wide open there for a long time. Rasmussen's hook shot doesn't fall. Garn gets back there. Her first touch on the ball game now as Lindsay brings it back down to the left wing. Bibby watching her. Caps just couldn't uh, control that ball. Foley. Abrams puts on a good block, but Rasputin was there and cleans up again. Woos them now on the third time. That didn't touch the ring. They were down to four seconds on the shot clock. Woos them just had to jack one up, and it didn't fall. It's Bevelacqua who will bring the ball back under control just to the left side of the centre circle now. Hand off from Bishop, but still stays outside the arc. Beatty's out there as well. Garn slaps it away from Abrams as it was coming towards her, and it's over the side. Seven minutes and 25 seconds left to go. Inbound pass to Bishop. Outside to Bevelacqua. Hits the side of the iron, and Rasputin will come up with the rebound. Goes off now to Lindsay, then off to Woosom. It is finals basketball here at the arena. Garn inside. Oh, her shot goes around, but now Bishop gets a second personal foul with a push. And that calls Coach Crap to pull the trigger and get Donna Lopagan into the game. 
Yeah, two early fouls. That is definitely a concern for Abby Bishop. But Donna Wapagan, a terrific replacement. She's an international basketball and netball for that matter for New Zealand. So she's got plenty of experience. And since joining the Capitals mid-season, she's had a terrific impact, not only at the defensive end, which is where we were expecting her, but also at the offensive end. She shot 11 points last week against Sydney. Gunn makes the first. The second one's in the air. It looked good as well. It was. Eight points to five now with seven minutes and 11 seconds left to go on the clock in the first term. It's Bevelacqua bringing it down the left wing, pulls up at the arc, goes around. Beattie was just inside the top of the key, then outside to Bibby. Bibby to Abrams, now left side Bevelacqua. Over the top to Beattie, who tries to take position in the paint. Lockhagen gets back from behind. The shot will drop. And Garn, Tracy Garn was saying, I got all ball there, ref. Why are you calling me on a foul? But it will send Donna Lockhagen. Her first possession is a good shot and a trip to the line. Yeah, Canberra are really looking to use their tools this afternoon, Craig. Get the ball into them. We saw Bishop early points. Beatty's gone on the scoreboard. Now Lockhagen into the action. Yes, and Lockhagen makes the three-point play. So the Capitals now... Bring, uh, sorry, the Lightning now. The Capitals out to 11-5 with 6.45. Lindsay, right side to Rasputin. She drives the right lane. Oh. And Beatty over the back. She wants to prove a point this weekend and get the Capitals into the grand final. And she is certainly playing that way at the moment. Already two blocks to Beatty. She's the leading blocker in the league, averaging three a game. Terrific defensive work. Lockhagen now goes right side to Abrams. Abrams tries to transition, but Beatty, oh, puts up an air ball. And, uh, well, she had a good open look that time, and she thought everything else was going right. Pulled the trigger, but it wasn't to be. And the Capitals have the turnover. Oh, Foley almost gets bumped off the ball that time by Abrams. Foley going left and right. Woos them now. Thought about the three, but goes right side to Lindsay. Over the top to Garn in the paint. Garn's fading. Jump shot is good. 11-7, six minutes left to go in the first term. Bibby on the right wing, bounce pass into Lockhagen on the right lane. Outside to Abrams now. Abrams goes to Lockhagen who cut baseline, had a hit on the arm by Rasputin. Shot didn't go anywhere near the ring and Woosnam's going to carry it all the way. Gets down at the left elbow, almost travelled there. Outlet to Lindsay. Lindsay's going to have the three as she wrong foots Bevelacqua and pulls the trigger. It's back to a one-point ball game. 5.35 and it's 11, oh, 11 to 9. It was only a two-pointer. She had a foot on the line. Still a two-point ball game here. Good start from Lindsay because she's coming into this match with a swollen hand sustained during the week against a men's ABA in a training session, but she appears to be okay. Oh, the Capitals, Bevelacqua tried to work under reverse layup, but it didn't drop. Now, Lightning, get the defensive stops happening and get back into the game. Woosnam takes on Bevelacqua. Outlet pass, driving baseline, Rasmutin. Rasmutin goes long. Foley and Lindsay get in each other's way. Lindsay jacks up the three-point attempt. It's off the back of the iron, and Abrams does a good job of boxing out Garn. Oh, the pass, though, was too hot for Tally Bevelacqua. And it's the ball over the side. Another turnover. Bevelac were about to sit down. And Natalie Hurst gets her first minutes of the game. She has had a huge year and also wants to get her fourth championship, John. Yeah, it's a good, certainly a good season for her, Natalie Hurst. She's come off the bench. There's that sort of seventh player in this Capitals lineup, the fourth guard. And she can score. She can really light it up from the three-pointer. Garn goes down to Rasputin on the... Uh, and the uh, reverse layup blocked again by Beattie. And over the sideline, I think Beattie almost gave herself up for a foul then. 
three blocks in the opening five and a half minutes. That is excellent going. 4.35 left to go in the first term. Here's Sport Radio bringing you all the WNBL preliminary final action. It is a Wurzum losing the dribble, gives it up to Beattie, and the Caps will get possession back without costing them a shot. 2.4 game, 11 to 9, here with 4.24 left to go. It's Lofthagen now outside to Hurst. Hurst puts the ball. No one goes to her. A shot short, though. It was rejected, I think, by Wurzum and by Lindsay. Rasmussen's going to carry it down. Bounce pass across to Foley, and Foley's shot is short. Off the iron, and Lofthagen comes up with it. This time Foley gets in the way of Hurst, who milks the foul. Yeah, Jess Foley just rushed that shot. and only just hit the front of the ring, Craig. Adelaide had plenty of time on the shot clock there, around about 20 seconds. It was a fast transition down the court. Capitals had numbers back. Lindsay comes out of the game for D. Ramford. White line fever. Rebecca Duke with a shoulder heavily strapped will come in for Sam Woosnam. For the Capitals... Taking a sit down is Tracy Beattie. Abby Bishop back onto the court with two early personal fouls. Hurst now tapping her head to call the play. Ramford watching her. Goes left side. Hand off from Bishop. Bishop made some room for Hurst, but she couldn't get the shot from the free throw line. Ball goes out to Loftagen. Bishop comes back in. The shot doesn't fall. Bishop trying to clean up her own rebound. Couldn't do it. Foley just had to bounce the pass away to get it to Ramford, who's in transition. Rasmussen pulls up 45 degrees outside the arc right side. Goes across court to Duke, then gets it into, uh, into Ramford's hands, who gets it down to the baseline to Garn. Garn puts up a shot, doesn't go. In the end, it's rushed over the sideline, over the baseline, I should say, and the ball will be put back in. Rebecca Duke for the Adelaide Lightning to do the honours. Duke now, bounce pass into Garn. Oh, Lockhagen bounces, just body check Garn as she was getting that inbound ball. Didn't get the shot to drop, did Tracy Garn, but will go to the line to shoot too. Gee, the Capitals were very lucky that shot didn't drop, Craig, because it rolled around the ring, looked like it was going to be in. And it just rolled out, did a lap of the ring, but it sends Garn to the line. Garn to shoot two, and makes the first. She was one from two, now she's two from three. She's 80% from the free throw line this season. And uh, if this one goes in, she'll be 75 for the game, which it does. 11 points apiece here with 3 minutes 31 seconds left to go. Adelaide in full court pressure. Hurst gets the inbound pass. Ramford watching her. Ramford... Just right on that right-hand wing now. Hurst bounce pass across to Bevelacqua, back to Hurst, then across to Lofthagen. Lofthagen thinks about the three, doesn't take it. She was the highest uh, three-throw shooter, three-point shooter in the Capitals last time she was here. Outside to Hurst, inside to Bishop. Bishop has the ball go to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua tries to put up a J on the baseline. Duke blocks it and the shot clock expires. Now it's, uh, it's in the paint. Rasmussen gets the shot in over the top of Bishop and the Caps pull the trigger as the Adelaide Lightning take a two-point lead. First time the Lightning have been in front all afternoon, Craig. Only a couple of minutes away from court to time. Gee, Canberra started brilliantly, but Adelaide, they've really got their offensive game going at that end of the court, and Canberra just need to settle things down, I think, use the ball a little bit better in offence, because Adelaide are really putting on some good defensive pressure. They have been, and they've got momentum now. Just, they found a way to start working their D more effectively, and it has really made the difference here in those last two to three minutes, getting those defensive stops on the Capitals. Absolutely, and I think Adelaide have got a really good mix out there at the moment. Rasmussen and Garn, the two tools, are working well under the ring. 
But then the likes of Lindsay and also, uh, who else have we got out there? Rebecca Jukes come onto the court. So the smaller players, the guards, and of course Jess Foley, she's had a good start. The guards up to six early points. She's done a big contribution for them. And they're covering the loss of Aaron Phillips very well. Let's not forget, Phillips averaging 16 points, seven rebounds, five assists a game. That is a huge hole to fill over four quarters of basketball. Abby Bishop just having a quick chat with the referee there. In fact, just gave him a bit of a tap on the shoulder then. That's uh, 12 weeks in the AFL. Well, she could have just about been called for a third personal with that move, Craig. Anyway, she's got it cleared up, and now the Caps are back into our fans. Bevelac was straight down the Ooh. court. Foley tried to make the steal on the pass to Bibby. Bibby needs to light up here. It goes back to Bevelac with top of the key. Now it's Hurst. Short lineup for the Capitals, really. Hurst bounce pass to Bibby. Eight seconds left on the shot clock. She puts up a three, rattles off the iron, and Woosnam comes down with it. Jess Foley's doing a terrific shutdown job on Jess Bibby at the moment. Bibby's only scored the one basket, and she's the sort of player that Chris Lucas would want to shut down because if she's cold, she can have a terrible night. If she's hot, she can score 30-plus points. Duke now takes on, drives the lane, and lays it in off the glass. Makes it a four-point ball game to Adelaide here as the Capitals. They have to get some offence running and Tracy Beattie might have to come back in to get it done. It's now Lockhagen, Bevelacqua, back to Bishop. Now right side, Bibby. Bibby goes to Hurst. Hurst puts up the three off the front of the iron and Garn does the rebounding. The Capitals have just completely lost the plot here in offence now. They're getting nothing out of their smaller players. They're four guards, Bevelacqua, Bibby, Bishop... I'm sorry, beat it. As we get a score. Foley gets it in off the glass, gets past Bibby that time and makes the shot. 17 to 11. Adelaide weren't cooled by the timeout. Adelaide's guards are playing really tight man on man, not letting the Capitals guards shoot it from beyond the arc and getting right in their faces and applying a lot of pressure. Hurst bounce pass inside to Bishop and Bishop stops the run and the Capitals get their first basket in almost three minutes of play. One minute and 27 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Duke now goes, pulls up, blocked Hagen. Oh, she just she puts the ball where she expected the cutters to go into the paint. There was no one cutting for the Lightning. Sam Woosman having a fair word to say there to Rebecca Duke. Woosman was wide open at the top of the perimeter for a long, long time. Instead, Duke elected to throw that ball over the top, lob it under the ring to no one. Caitlin Cunningham having a word with Abby Bishop there as Bishop checks back out for Beattie to come in. Hurst, top of the key. Abrams over the top, gets it to Beattie. Beattie outside to Bevelacqua, doesn't pull the shot. She goes into the paint, fading jump shot is good from Bevelacqua. Crowd like that, two-point ball game inside the last minute of the first turn. It's Lauren King into the game to Duke. The two former AIS teammates working together. Garn now on the left lane. Outside to Ransford. 12 seconds left on the shot clock. It's Woosnam driving down. Lays it too oh. hard. Garn takes a huge mark over the top of Bevelacqua. It's basketball though. And Bevelacqua has been called for the foul. Backing into the Garn. Tracy Garn who was in the air. Well Garn came crashing down on Bevelacqua. It did look bad but in fact she made position first Tracy Garn. Bevelacqua was there second, and the foul has unfortunately been called on Bevelacqua. She appears to be okay. She's to her feet. But boy, Garn landed very heavily on her. White line fever. Trey, uh, Rebecca Duke having a big few minutes on the court there. She sits down now as... Uh, who's gone back out there? I think Rasmussen... Oh, uh, no. Yeah, Rasmussen's gone back out there for the Adelaide Lightning. Not a shooting foul. 
as King bounce pass into Garn and Garn banks it in. 18 to 15 here, 37 seconds left and Abram streaks down the right wing. Bounce pass, oh, kicked away by Lauren King over the sideline. Shot clock is not being reset, so obviously it was a piece of arm from King. Abrams looking to inbound, hasn't got an option yet, has to go to Hurst outside the perimeter. Sorry, John, we'll get to you in a minute. On the right lane is Beatty. It's the Locked Hagen ball stripped by Wisdom. And it will be 22 seconds left. Lauren King can't pull in the pass. As Abrams really took smart position there to stop King being able to get good clean position on the ball. 19 seconds left here in the first turn. It's the Capitals down by four. Adelaide 19, Capitals 15. As Bevelacqua drives to the basket. Took on the uh, took on the defence. Bevelacqua hit the deck. Shot didn't drop. Ransford pull up jumper from 12 feet doesn't fall. Rasputin in heavy traffic. Oh. Shot count on the buzzer. She had three defenders in front of her and somehow managed to jack up the shot that banked in. The left hand flick from the right hand baseline. That was an amazing shot from Kristen Rasmussen right on the buzzer. And Adelaide going with a 21 to 15 point lead at quarter time. They have turned it around. It was all Canberra early going, Craig. But Adelaide, offense and defense, both ends of the floor, working beautifully. Tracy Garn, up to eight points in the first quarter. She's had some sort of impact already. She has indeed. And, uh, well, looking at the score and so far, Garn with eight points is the leading scorer on the floor, in fact. With Daryl Lindsay, oh, your score sheet got out. Two points for Lindsay and uh, one, two points for Duke. One for Woosnam, three, four points for Rasputin and two points for Jess Foley. For the Capitals, it's being led the way by Abby Bishop. Two fouls though, six points. Then it's down to three points for Donald Lockhagen. Two points apiece for BD Bevelacqua and also Jess Bibby. Donald Lockhagen, the only other player in the capital side with a foul so far. So, uh, a, uh, well, a pressure, pressure cooker we have in here. It's hot as 80s in the AIS arena, and it's hot on the court as well. Yeah, well, I think Adelaide have done a terrific uh, defensive job on the Capitals' guards, as I mentioned during that first quarter, Craig. The four Capitals' guards that we've come to know to do the be the scorers, Abrams, Bibby, Bevelacqua and Hurst just haven't had an opportunity to get into this game. Bevelacqua is, I'd really like to see her get involved because she has got some terrific form against Adelaide generally. She's averaging 16 points and 6 assists against Adelaide. That's double her points and assists that she normally averages in the WNBL. She just hasn't had an opportunity at the moment. And uh, Adelaide is sharing the ball very well at the offensive end of the court. Canberra are just relying on their tools too much, particularly Beattie and Bishop to score from. Loch Hagen's got involved a little bit, sure. Carrie Graff has obviously instructed the girls to look inside, get the ball inside the paint and look for those big girls to score. But on the other hand, the guards just aren't getting the open space around the arc for those sort of 15 to 20 foot J shots that they're so good at hitting. Abrams, Adelaide will have first possession. It's King, Lindsay, Woosnam, Rasputin and Garn. For the Capitals, it's back to the starting five. No, it's not back to the starting five. It's Abrams, Bibby, Lockhagen, Bishop and also Bevelacqua. Lauren King kicks off the second quarter, giving the ball to Rasputin, who hands off immediately to Lindsay. 
It's the Capitals going man-on-man. Bibby trying to watch Lindsay. Oh, Lofthagen loses Rasputin there. And Bevilacqua will come in, slap the ball away from Tracy Garn over the side. And uh, what is that? 12 seconds expired already in the second term. Interesting Tracy beating on out there. The 202-centimetre centre for the... Canberra Capitals, so going for a bit more mobility in this second quarter, Carrie Graff. Wisdom rolls away from Bishop and is unopposed with the layup. 23 to 15, Adelaide continue to pull away. Lock taken to Bishop, now to Bevilacqua. On the left side, right side is Abram, still on the perimeter. On the right wing is Bibby. Bibby drives into the paint, layup doesn't fall. Garn does the cleaning up. Garn gives it to Lindsay, off to Lauren King. Lauren King pulls up as uh, uh, Kelly Abrams, but Abrams is such a great defender. She managed to get herself stopped, but momentum, King wasn't moving. King's momentum to come up to put the shot is what knocked Abrams down. Abrams gets the foul charged against Lauren King. Well, it was terrific work from Kelly Abrams to make defensive position under the basket there because Lauren King and Adelaide in general was great transitional basketball from them. 23-15, the Capitals yet to score in the second turn. Abrams on the right side, flicks in to Bishop, and Rasmussen's now been called a very soft foul. It was uh, a contact foul on uh, Bishop's arm, I think, as the ball was coming to her. So Rasmussen gets her first personal foul, and uh, Foley will come in for Tracy Garn. Kelly Abrams will restart the play from the baseline, their offensive baseline. Abrams looking around now, goes long to Bevilacqua at the back of the offensive court. Abrams watched by Noel Lindsay, two very experienced WNBL players there. Abrams, also a very experienced WNBL player, the most in the capital side. Beedy just couldn't get the uh, layup in off the glass that time. Woosdom comes oh. up with the ball, but oh! Abrams steals it, and she just put a body on the line, gets the ball back, goes to Bishop. Bishop keeps the score in there. That steal from Kelly Abrams was amazing. She wasn't even looking at the basketball. She just put her hands up because she knew the ball was going towards Narelle Lindsay somewhere there. She got in the middle, happened to get a hold of the ball, not even looking at it, and gained control of it, transitional basketball. Bevilacqua going after Woosdom again. Woosdom's good enough to keep it there. Now Rasputin blocks shot by Beattie. She has a second go. It's over the top, and that's the shot clock expired. Great defence by the capital. Sam Woosdom is talking with the referee, saying that it should have been reset. Now it's coach Lucas also saying that it should have been reset. Referees are saying no, it didn't touch the ring. Ball must touch the ring for the shot clock to reset. It looks like it went over the top of it and the referees have called it an expired shot clock. Abrams now on the 45, takes on Lauren King, drives into the paint but leaves the shot short. Abrams dropped the shoulders there, not a good sign. 23-17 as Foley's shot will bounce around on the iron and eventually drop. 25-17, 8-point uh, eight ball game with 7.43. Oh, Foley makes the steal but is unable to keep herself in play. She had to jack it back and Bevilacqua now will bring it down. Into the corner, Bibby drives baseline, left-hand shot's good. Yeah, lovely move from Jess Bibby. She's really got to get involved though. We know she can pull great moves off like that. 
but I'd like to see her go back, shoot the ball from the perimeter, she's so good at it, and pull up at the foul line. Nora Adelaide are not giving that opportunity. Nora Lindsay goes for a little hook shot, comes down to Beatty, Beatty one pass, Bevelacqua, Bevelacqua gets it to Bishop, Bishop in transition will make the play, and it's back to a four point ball game here. Chris Lucas calls the timeout, as he needs to stop the run by the Capitals. Well, the number 10 for Canberra, Abby Bishop is up to 10 points already in this contest, early going in the second quarter, Craig. And she's really keeping it alive at the moment for the Capitals. They do trail only by four points now, 25 to 21. Adelaide got it out to a 23-15 point lead there at one stage, so Canberra pulled back at that margin by four points. But the crowd, you know, they are loving this basketball at the moment. It has really stepped up a notch from the home and away regular season. It is finals basketball on sportradio.com.au. There is 20 seconds left on this timeout. I'm not sure why the referee has gone into the timeout there. He went into the timeout to break them up, but there were still 10 seconds. That was in the uh, Adelaide timeout. So, not quite sure of the call there, but both referees went into the timeouts early. Yeah, looking to move them on, I guess, Craig. I suppose the timeout lasts as long as the well, one timeout lasts. One you don't need to get out. Time. You don't need to be on court ready to pass. Yes, you do. The time. You do. You do. Well, that's why then. <laughs> All right, Lindsay brings the ball back up the court. Gets away from Bibby again. Good screen by Rasmussen. Now Lindsay backing into Bibby, takes it all the way, layup doesn't drop, and oh, it looks like Bishop has been mugged by Narelle Lindsay, and the foul will go against the Adelaide player. First personal foul for Narelle Lindsay for the game. Abrams will get the ball back into play to Italian Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua now carries it back straight down the centre of the court. One finger in the air, goes right side to Abrams now. As it goes back to Beatty. Beatty, oh, inside to Bishop. Bishop couldn't get the layup and uh, Beatty slaps over the top of Woosnam. Ball will be a turnover and Adelaide will have it. Rasmussen got, got hands of that shot from Bishop. Good work by her. Rasmussen gets the inbound ball, goes to Woosnam. Woosnam gives it on to, to Foley. Foley gets up, runs into Bishop. Now has to go back, right side to Woosnam. Woosnam, it's kicked away that time by Abby Bishop. Shot clock will reset and the Capitals have done a good job. It was 12 seconds left on the shot clock when they got it down to the arc. So that's a big let off for Adelaide. Woosnam inbounds it to Rasmussen. Rasmussen has to go back to Woosnam. Oh, Bishop gets a hand in on the ball. She's going to be called for a travel there. Out of court, I think. Out of court. Yeah, it was out of court. Uh, she grabbed the ball, went to ground, and it was the ball was on the line when she was holding it. Tree Smith and Tracy Gunn come back into the Adelaide lineup as Woosnam and King sit down. King also had good minutes there coming off the bench. Hurst looks to come back into the game at the next opportunity. Smith to inbound the ball. 16 seconds left on the shot clock. Foley gets it. Toes to take on Bevelacqua. Out there pass for Smith for three. It rattles in. And Smith opens it up. Her. No, that was uh, Cherie Smith in the 10. Uh, makes the three-point shot. 28-21. As Abby Bishop goes outside to Beatty. Beatty back to Bevelacqua. Then to Abrams in the paint. It was Beatty. She can't get the shot to drop, though. Rasmussen doing a great job in defence. Chris Lucas calling the players over in offence, trying to get them to start. Foley didn't get a good pass. 
Had to go back to Smith, then to Lindsay. Lindsay pulls up at the elbow, banks it in. And it's 30 points to 21. They're back out to a nine-point ball game now. Lindsay up to four points. And I think this is good coaching from Chris Lucas. Already nine of his players have seen court time, and I reckon that's really good in an away contest. You want to get your girls out there, getting a feel for the game, and it's working at the moment. The rotations have got them nine points in the head. Pevilacqua goes to Beattie inside, outside to Bibby. Bibby thought about the three, puts up the jump shot, and draws the foul, I think, from Cherie Smith. Points count, and in fact, it's Tracy Garn who will pick up her second personal foul. So Garn... Lost Hagen and uh, Bishop swap positions. And Adelaide up to four team fouls for the second quarter. There's still five minutes, 14 remaining. Yeah, it's an interesting set of stats there. Bibby at the line to make it a three-point play. 73% this season. And makes it. Yeah, Bibbo is the sign that I see up at the uh, one end of the court. Lindsay bringing the ball back. It's 30 points to 24. Five minutes, halfway through the second term here. As they head towards halftime, who will have the advantage? That is a big question. Garn takes on Lofthagen. She lets it off the backboard and Beanie comes up with another rebound. Abrams takes on the defence and has been called for the charge. Points don't count. Points. Oh, but Lindsay. Okay, so the char Lindsay has taken a knock. She took a while to get back up. But Abrams, points won't count. She'll have to go to the line to do it. Ranford's going to sub in for Lindsay. Ranford, well, she's got a job to do because Norell Lindsay has done a fantastic job on Jess Bibby. And Bibby going to sit down now, so Bibby sits down. And Ranford and Hurst obviously matching up today as uh, Coach Graff has decided to go with that on every occasion. Abrams makes the first of the two free throws. It's a five-point ball game with a shot to come. She makes it back down to four. Her first points of the evening, averaging ten points a game. She shot 15 against Adelaide back in round 11. Needs to get more scoreboard pressure, I think. Yes, they work around the arc. Ramford trying to get away from Hurst. Oh, goes long, gives it to Rasputin at the right elbow, shots off the backboard, and Abrams comes up with the rebound this time. Abrams carries it down the court, pulls up, left 45, Rasputin, great kick, and a great mark by uh, one of the trainers there for the Capitals on the bench. That was so, a vicious English Premier League kick there. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? But Rasputin sits down, Woosnam comes back out for the Adelaide Lightning. We have got a great game here 30 plays 26. Adelaide with the advantage with 4.23. Abrams inside to Beattie. Beattie banks it in off the glass. 30 to 28. Back to a two point ball game now. As Woosnam carries it back. Beattie's points tally. Four points for the afternoon. Well, she'll be happier with that. As Woosnam now goes left side. Beattie trying to watch her. Then goes back to Smith. Smith pass only as far as Loft Hagen. Someone's called for a foul. It is Tracy Garns' third personal foul. Tracy Garns going to sit down. Lauren King, the former Townsville Fire, former AIS graduate, coming back onto the court. And the ref actually stopped her. Said, "Yeah, you've got to signal to the bench before I come on." But Tracy Garns sitting down. Erin Phillips shaking her head on the bench. We heard from Erin before the game. Well, that's Adelaide's sixth personal, uh, sixteen foul of the second quarter. It sends Loft Hagen to the line. Well, that, yeah, well, that's interesting. I would have thought that was a defensive foul, and it wouldn't. 
Well, they're up to their 16 foul, though. doesn't matter if it's a defensive foul. They, you don't get a line on that. Sorry, sorry offensive foul. It was an offensive foul, I thought. Obviously, it was charged as a defensive foul. I'm getting... You're confusing me, John. I'll blame you. As uh, Adelaide get the ball, woos them, drives baseline, kicks it up to King for three. Hits the side of the iron. Abrams comes up. Donna finds the ball in front of her. Locked Hagen pulls up the New Zealand Torfern. Goes back to Abrams now. Now it's in the hands of the world champion in Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua goes left side. Oh, Abrams drives to the basket. Play up his foot. Four points. Yes, then Abrams makes a very aggressive move. Capitals get the lead back, 31 to 30. And the crowd now with three minutes and 20 seconds left really start to fire up. Wooster. Oh, she thinks about the three. She takes it all net. Adelaide gets the lead back by two. 33-31, three minutes left. It is Hurst now, left side to Abrams. Abrams, three-point attempt is good. Capitals back up by two. And Abrams and Woosom going three-pointer for three-pointer here as the half draws to a close. Timeout call. And it will be timeout charge to Chris Lucas, I think. But what about Woosom? And also and, and, and Captain Kelly Abrams three-pointing displays there. That is pressure basketball. Oh, terrific stuff. That's what we'd like to see. We haven't had many three-pointers tonight, Craig. They were just the second and third three-pointers. Smith was the first three-point shooter of the game. So, good work from beyond the arc. But, you know, I think we've got a cracking game of basketball on our hands here, Craig. Canberra 34-32. to They've really made some inroads and, in fact, hit the front now in this second quarter. So, Carrie Graff would be feeling a little bit more confident now, but there is still a lot of hard work to do because Adelaide are right in this game. We are approaching half-time, but I think Adelaide are doing an outstanding job. I think that Chris Lucas is coaching them beautifully tonight. He's using the rotations. He's getting court time out there for a lot of his girls, and they're playing with enormous confidence. They're crashing the boards hard as well. Darrell Lindsay it mentioned about her hand that she hurt during the week. She is on the bench now, and she has got her hand with ice just resting in it, trying to uh, make sure she is fit. Of course, uh, Lindsay, I'm pretty sure, played in the uh, Panthers-Capitals Grand Final, which the Panthers won that year, here at the AS Arena. Of course, we go to Penrith next week for the Grand Final. Who will be meeting the Sydney Flames? That is the question. Foley now reads the ball around King, then to Ramford. It's Hurst watching her. Back to King. King takes on the defence. And puts up the shot, gets a, a shooter's roll, and it is through. It is 34 points apiece with 2 minutes 30 left to go in the half. Hurst now goes over to Bishop. Bishop hands back to Hurst. Hurst backs away. Abrams over the top. Beatty gets a touch on to Abrams. Abrams out left to Bevel Aqua. Three point shot for Bevel Aqua. And Bevel Aqua will hit the three. 37-34, the Capitals have the lead. A.M. Woodford now drives left lane. Bevilacqua gets in there, steals the ball away from Foley and also from Smith. She goes to ground, has to give it to Lockhagen who gets it across to Abrams who carries it back. Lauren King goes to Abrams now. She tries to break, hand off to Hurst. Hurst drives into the paint. She almost travelled then puts up the shot herself. 
Dyer hits the back of the iron and Ramford comes up with the rebound. Woosden now looks at the clock, a minute 42 left. Adelaide have got a very inexperienced lineup there at the moment. They've got Ramford, Woosden and Smith. And by inexperience, I mean not genuine starting five players. As the uh, shot didn't drop from Ramford as she attacked the basket, but she... Oh, the two points did drop, sorry. You threw me off there with that call. I um, just missed the, missed the shot. She went hard at it. Well, oh, shot good. No. And 37-34, not sure of the call at all. That's the first foul for the Capitals. Foul before the shot, I think. All right. Well, as I said, the first foul... Of the quarter, I didn't think the points counted. Wisdom jacks up a three, and Wisdom hits another. That's her second three-pointer. And it gets the game back to a tie-up. As Wisdom now, she must have a few points. Nine points, two three-pointers, and she's gone to the line, and also another field goal, too, for those nine points. Abrams in the paint, gooses the defence, but the shot was short. She lays it down to Bevelacqua, then to Hurst. Hurst will set up the play. Ramford coming out to her. Ranford now goes left side. Hurst goes to the right, gives it to Bevelac, uh, to Lockhagen. Lockhagen takes on the defence, but is called for a travel as the ball went through the hoop. Yeah, definitely travel there. Three or four steps possibly, Craig, but she is going to take a sit down and be subbed out of the game. Yeah, and uh, Bishop comes in. Woosnam, uh, sorry, Woosnam back out there. No, it's Smith and King out there. For White Line Fever, Rebecca Duke, yeah, Woosnam's back out there. Lindsay's out there, Ramford and Foley. Woosnam works down, Foley cutting baseline, kick out to Lindsay, then to Ramford for three, off the back of the iron. Duke couldn't secure the rebound. Bevel Aqua takes on Duke, then takes on Foley. She's off to the races now. Will they stop her? Let out that pass to Bishop, who gets bumped on the shot. No whistle on the play, Ramford comes up. 22 seconds left. Adelaide have got the last shot if they want it. And Ramford brings it over the half on the 16 second mark. Ramford now, it's all timed up. 37 points apiece. Abrams watching a Ramford goes to ground, hits uh, Bevel Aquas knee on the way down and he's called for a travel. She took a heavy blow, oh, to her elbow as she hit the ground too. That was uh, the doctor's being called out as Dee Ramford is on the ground. She tripped and went to the ground. Her head hit. Uh, Tracy Beattie's knee on the way down and I think uh, she, she, she is in a lot of pain maybe a dislocated in, elbow she's which should have pain. to hurt and this is well that's tragedy for the Adelaide Lightning as D Ramford is being escorted back to the change rooms and oh that is terrible luck for D who's had some terrible injuries in her career the play is on six seconds left inbound ball to Hurst Abrams calls the team together. Hurst puts up the shot. Oh, and the Hurst put up the shot. Abby Bishop was cutting for the rebound, as was uh, Beatty. Beatty got the rebound but couldn't check the shot back up in time. And at half time, we have the two teams all tied up at 37 points apiece. It has been an enthralling match here at the AAS Arena. Half time. 37 points apiece, and I think the biggest blow as uh, Kelly Abrams speaks to her uh, former captain in uh, Eleanor Sharp uh, on the sideline as they head back to the rooms. That's a, uh, an interesting addition there. Yeah, it's terrific that they're giving halftime interviews in a preliminary final, but Dee Ranford, I don't think she's going to probably take any further part in this match, Craig. She appeared in a lot of pain. 
and it brought back memories of Aaron Phillips here only about three weeks ago. Different injury, but the amount of pain, he could hear the screaming on court, and as soon as she went down, she was in pain. The trainers knew she was not good, and they've taken her straight to the change rooms. They have indeed. Adelaide's uh, Brains Trust there is sitting on the uh, benches still. They are just looking at the stats now as the girls start to do their, their cool down and warm down in the change rooms. Well, I guess one good thing for Adelaide is that Dee Ranford actually hasn't scored tonight, so she hasn't been a key player for them. If you're just looking at it from a purely scoring plus and minus perspective, but doing the damage for Adelaide at the moment, both on uh, Sam Wilson's on nine points, Tracy Garn on eight points. For the Capitals, the leading scorer is Abby Bishop on ten points. Kelly Abrams has snuck her way up to seven points. She was scoreless early on in that second quarter. All of her points came later in the second. Yes. Well, halftime here on SportRadio.com.au. We're going to take a break and be back with all the second half action as the halftime score, 37 points apiece. The winner goes to Penrith to face the Sydney Uni Flames next week in the defence job WNBL Grand Final. This is Basketball, Capitals Basketball on sportradio.com.au. Welcome back to the AIS Arena for preliminary final day here on sportradio.com.au. Capitals Basketball. And the Canberra Transact Capitals go out of the sheds after the half-time break. Tied up, 37 points apiece with the Adelaide Lightning, who have been struck another violent blow here at the AAS Arena with Dee Ramford, who hit the ground extremely hard. Now, Dee is a, a tough player that has somehow managed to get the elbow back into the position and it's swollen up but she is uh, looking like she's going to continue playing on with it. Great Rebel, John Theo, who brought you the action throughout season 2006 are here to call what will be the last game for one of these two teams. Yes, one half of the season remaining, Craig and Boyd, it's anyone's up for grabs at the moment, 37 points apiece looking at the stats from the first half both teams shooting the ball reasonably well. Adelaide at 44%. Canberra slightly behind them at 41%. Probably one of the bigger team stats that stands out, though, is that it's the rebounding count. Adelaide, 27 rebounds. The Canberra's 14. And I think that's been very evident out there because Adelaide have really been crashing the boards very hard. In fact, their defensive pressure, their physical calibre has been first rate tonight. Any team who comes up against Canberra knows that they're going to have to be really physical, really hard at it. And Canberra have really experienced that from Adelaide tonight. Looking at some of the other stats from the first half, individual point scorers. We'll go through Adelaide's first. Eight points to Worsnam. Eight points also to Tracy Garn. Worsnam is three from four from the field goal percentage. Six points to Jessica Foley. And she has also pulled down six rebounds, as has Kristen Rasmussen. So, 12 rebounds amongst those two players. The Canberra, ten points to Abby Bishop. Seven points each to Jess Bibby and also Kelly Abrams. Bevelacqua fired in five points, all in that second quarter. So... 
A terrific game of basketball on our hands. Canberra won the second quarter by six points. Adelaide won the first by five, uh, by six points as well, Craig. So who's going to win the third? They'll go in with a lead into the final quarter. Bibby inbounds the ball to Bevel Aqua. Beattie, Bishop and Abrams are out there for the Capitals. Lindsay Foley, Woosom, Rasmussen and Smith out there for the Lightning. As Bibby now gets... Abrams cutting in the paint and Abrams knocks down a big two-pointer inside the paint there and gets the Capitals out to a two-point lead within the first ten seconds of the third term. Lindsay carries the ball down now, goes to Sheree Smith, still on the perimeter, woos them, has space, jacks up the three, rattles off the iron, slapped away by Abrams to Bishop, Bishop on to Bevelacqua, Bibby now takes on Smith, has to kick the pass to Porter at the Bishop. Bishop now. Yeah, back to Bibby. And Bibby knocks down the three. Capitals, five quick points here at the start of the third quarter. Second Capitals player into double figures, Jeff Bibby, joins Abby Bishop on ten points. Well, you highlighted her as a player that really needs to step up today. And she's done so now. Lindsay on the right side. Goes to Foley. Turnaround jump shot. Won't fall. Abrams gets another rebound. Gives it immediately to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua. Just wrong foots, woos them, outlet to Bibby for another three. And the Capitals are pumping here in the third term. They've gone to sleep the last few weeks in the third term, John. They've really come out firing here in the first two minutes. Bibby demanded that ball. Bevelacqua knew she was open. Capitals on an 8-0 run in the first minute and a half in the third quarter. Foley now drives to the basket, rattles their points in, and Abrams will pick up her first personal foul. Abrams foul. We'll see Foley step to the line for one shot to make the bonus. 45 plays, 39 with the shot to come. Foley now. 21 points last week against Daniel. Oh, off the back of the iron. Smith wraps up the ball, though. And Adelaide get a second chance play. Woosnam now on the left-hand side. Goes back side to Lang, uh, to Lindsay. Lindsay puts up a three-point attempt. Rattles off Beattie, rattles off Rasmitten over the baseline. Interesting. Both teams shooting from the perimeter a lot more in this third quarter. In the first half, Canberra only put up four three-point shots. They nailed two of them. Adelaide put up six, making two of them. As Jess Bibby on the right-hand side finds Abrams. Right lane is Bishop. Bishop tries to drive to the basket. Defence too good from Smith and Rasputin. And Woosnam comes down with the ball. She'll carry it back for Adelaide. Bounce pass to Lindsay. Lindsay then to Rasputin. Rasputin now backing over into Beattie who blocks the shot. And Bishop comes up with the turnover. Lock number five for Tracy Beattie. As the ball, right side, Abrams on the wing, Beattie tries to get down, oh, Lindsay does a good job, Smith tapped it away, Beattie thought she'd leave it to go out, but Lindsay just put her body on the line, keeps it in and Adelaide have possession. Now Rasputin out to Lindsay, across court to Woosnam, Woosnam thought about the three, drives into the paint, out left to Rasputin's 19 foot jump shot is good. Rasputin now cracking up the numbers as she moves to six points for the game. Bevel Aqua carrying it back for the Capitals. Pulls up at the centre circle at the AS Arena. Left side is Abrams over the top. Goes to Beattie. Back to Abrams for three. Abrams knocks it down. And it has just been a fantastic shooting display by the Capitals here in the third term. Rasmitten now on the right-hand side of the 
three of the uh, key. Goes to Woosnam, left side, back to Smith on the right. Rasmussen gets away from Beatty, but Bibby comes up with a rebound. Bibby takes them all on. Woosnam slaps the ball away over the side, and Loftagen and Garn look to come in to the games. The two number tens, Bishop and Smith, sit down. And tribute that turnaround there to Tracy Beattie. She did a terrific effort under the basket there, putting the pressure, forcing Rasmussen just to throw up an underarm bucket shot. Oh, great shot that time from the baseline. And it's a bit, it's Donna. Sorry, six points for Donna Loftagen. As Foley now goes to Garn. Oh, Fibalakwa almost stripped Garn of the ball again. Rashmutin, now she has at the elbow, goes into the paint, dumps over the top to Garn. Beatty's called for the foul as she just reached over the top. She thought she was going to get blocked number six then, John. Her first personal of the afternoon, Craig. Interesting, fouls really have not been a factor in this game. We've seen late in the season... Beatty go down, uh, being checked out of the game with five personals against Sydney in the final round of the regular season. But the highest bowler on the court is Tracy Garn with three. The next after that is Abby Bishop with two, and she scored them very early. So referees letting things go a little bit, I think, but I think the players are being very conscious about it as well. Garn makes the first and the second as the Capitals with two early fouls lead Adelaide, 50 points to 43. Tracy Garn up to 10 points. As Bevilacqua bringing the ball back, Beattie will split to the left side, but the ball goes to the right, and Abrams. Abrams drives into the paint, dumps over the top, into the net. Beattie pulls it back in and gets the point. What's that, seven or eight points for Beattie now? Beattie is up to six points. Six points, all right. Thought she'd done a lot more scoring. She's certainly been integral in the offense here. Foley now gets, tries to wrong foot the defence. She does so to some extent. Rasmussen gets the ball on the left wing. Dumps off to Lindsay. Lindsay for three. It looks good off the hand. It was good. It was an NBA three-pointer. She was that far back from the arm. That was huge. That was at least a metre from Barone the perimeter. 52 plays, 46 as the ball's in the right corner. Bibby drives. Left-handed reverse layup. Didn't fall. But Lindsay's been called now for her third personal foul. So timeout called by Chris Lucas. He decides he wants to ice the shooter now. Just as the referees move away, they decide to take a drink as well. As the timeout's been called by Chris Lucas, he steps up. Foley Ramford. Ramford's going to come back into the game, John. I thought she dislocated that elbow, but obviously not. You wouldn't be playing if you dislocated your elbow before half time. Well, Craig, as radio broadcasters, we make fantastic... Well, no, as doctors, we make fantastic radio broadcasters. I'm not even sure if we're fantastic radio broadcasters, but relative to doctors, we are, because we both said she was gone, gone for the game, and it appeared so, but obviously... Maybe a little Magic bit of water, massage or manipulation in the change rooms at half time. It's good to see that she's out there and able to contribute to this Adelaide cause because they do trail at the moment by six points after leading by as much as eight points earlier in the game. As it will be Beatty, Lockhagen, Abrams, Bibby, Beatty, and Bevelacqua. All the peas are out there except for Bishop. Rocky going with experience. Kelly having a bit of a cough and a choke there as she goes back out of court. It's Ramford, Foley, Rasputin, Woosnam and Garn. It has been a long season. One of these two teams will not be playing next week. 
Oh, Jess Bibby, flat, flat. First free throw there. One shot to go for Jess Bibby. As it's in the air now, it's good. And the Capitals, 53, Adelaide, 46. Bibby up to 14 points, just one below her season average. Still a, half, a quarter and a half to basketball to go, though. Foley goes right side to Woosnam. Woosnam now. Foley goes to the corner, but Woosnam goes out to Rasmussen. Round the arc. Garn and also Ramford. Ramford, no one to go to. Foley cuts baseline. Woosnam comes back on the perimeter. Woosnam pulls up on the dribble. Bevelacla pressuring her. Gets the bounce pass into Garn. Garn and Rasmussen also. They get a shot up, but the shot hit the rim. Came down as the buzzer sounded. And now Rasmussen tries to get Woosnam cutting baseline. Bevelacla steals. 53-46, 4 minutes and 56 seconds, Beattie in the paint, little uh, left-handed shot that time, didn't fall, hit the front of the iron, but Woosnam boxed out well. Ramford carrying the ball down the left wing, goes back to Woosnam, Woosnam leaves it behind, Bevel Aquas up to the races, Woosnam taking time, getting up off the floor, look away, pass, oh, Bibby gets the shot as Ramford just slaps her in the face. She goes crashing to the ground and will get the two points and the shot to come. 55-46. First personal foul for Dee Ramford and she tried out that elbow. She slapped Jeff Bibby on the way through. Canberra, great signs now and a nine-point lead, Craig, and Adelaide have just come to a stall in this third quarter. Beatty taking a sit down on the bench, well-deserved. I've been impressed with Sam Woosnam's game, though, for Adelaide Lightning. She is a really versatile player. She can shoot the ball from the three-point arc, but she's also being forced to play on some of the tall Like She was on Bishop earlier, and now Bishop's going to her, but she's also matched up against some of the smaller players like Abrams. Yes, great three-point shooter as well when we get down to the stretch. 10-point ball game, capital favour. The crowd's starting to be a calmer factor here. Shoot, white line fever over the top to Foley. And Foley will ring it in after it rolls around that ring tantalisingly for the Adelaide fans. Bibby goes long outside to Abrams. Puts up a three. Didn't waste any time pulling the trigger. Garn comes down with it. Abrams tried to steal, but Garn secures the ball. Brings it down the left wing. She waits for her teammates to come down. Foley playing the point. Goes left side to Ramford. Ramford looked to take on Bishop. Now goes back to Woosnam. Woosnam drives down, stops at the right elbow, gives it back to Duke for a long range two. Comes off the iron and uh, Bishop and Lockhagen wrestle for the rebound. Bishop eventually giving it off to Abrams. Abrams tries to take on Ramford, pulls up on the arc. Bishop now, top of the key. Hands off to Abrams as she sets the play. Looks like Lauren King and Meldow Gleish Hurst also looking to come in. Roll away. Abrams gives it to Bevelacqua. Bibby puts up the shot. Left hand shot straight in as the shot clock was counting down. 10.4 games, 58-48, 3.26 left to go in the quarter. And only Jess Bibby could make that shot. 18 points for the afternoon. She's stepping up. Garn now with Loftagen watching her, kicks it back outside to Duke, Woosnam, Woosnam takes on Bishop, Bevelacqua has got a reaching foul and Woosnam, I don't know if she'll go to the line, that's the third team foul for the Capitals, Dalgleish and Hurst come into the lineup for the Capitals, Bibby and Bevelacqua sit down as King comes in for Jess Foley. So Foley's been playing point. That means Ramford will now go to the point. That'll be an interesting change to see how her elbow is having to carry the ball. 
Woos them, fakes the three on Bishop, drives into the paint, outlet for King, three-point shot is short, but it's Garn who comes up with a rebound over the top of Dalgleish. Goes back to Ranford, Hurst watching her, Ranford now, taking on, ball dribble, goes left side, woos them in motion at the free throw line, shot comes up, Lockhagen does the cleaning up as it hits the back of the iron and bounced away. Hurst now sets up in the corner. Dalgleish, she should go for the three. She was left open. Hits the iron. Abram slaps it away. Dalgleish gets it back. Dalgleish, oh, hands off to Abram. I think she lost a bit of confidence from missing the three. She could have jacked up it underneath the ring there and made the shot. Hurst carries the ball down into the corner again. They stood off Dalgleish, though. That, oh, Abrams, uh, sorry, Bishop puts up the shot. It doesn't fall. She's knocked to the ground. I think that'll be Ramford's. Yeah, oh, no. It'll be Woosnam's first personal foul, I think. So, interesting. Ramford sits down. Lindsay comes back in. I didn't think they'd try and run D at the point for too long, the Adelaide Lightning. Interesting, Michaela Delgleish seeing court time. She doesn't average many minutes per game. She has had somewhat of an impact when she's been on the court this season, but Graffy electing to go with one of the lesser likes. That's the eighth player to see court time for Canberra this afternoon. Chris Lucas has used nine players. Rasputin and Wusdom swapping now. Yeah. As uh, inbound pass goes to Delgleish, off to Hurst. Hurst is almost at the centre circle. Beatty looking to come back into the game now. Over the top. Abrams drives baseline. Has to pull up when she gets to too much defence. Lockhagen just jacks it up. Oh, it doesn't come down. Lindsay gets mugged. Dalgleish has been called for the foul. And I guess uh, the Capitals would prefer Dalgleish to be called for the foul than Lockhagen. But Lockhagen and Dalgleish will both sit down. So... Two minutes and six seconds left, a ten-point ball game. And that was important because they got Bevelacqua and Bibby a chance to have a breather and also didn't cost them anything in the way the game's shaping up. Oh, Bishop gets the intercept. The pass was supposed to go from Lindsay to Garn. Now Bibby gets the handoff as the Capitals go back into a fence. Abrams, look away pass to Bishop. Bishop, fade away, jump shot, hits the front of the iron, and Garn comes up with the rebound now. G. Abby Bishop's confidence has grown enormously throughout this season. She's a key player for the Capitals. King over the top to Rasputin on the baseline, out that pass to Duke. Lindsay puts up the three, Garn gets back. Can't get the shot in as the whistle blows, and Bibby is going to be called for her first personal foul. Two shots will go as uh, I think Bibby just backed into the player going for the shot or the rebound there at least. That's Canberra's fifth team foul for the third quarter. Still a minute 30 to go. One minute 30 and Tracy Garn. Well, I think she's been the only player. I know we have Nirelle Lindsay who's made a free throw. Garn makes the first. Crowd giving her a rev. It's in and it's back to an eight point game now. 58 to 50 here at the AS Arena. Capitals basketball. The Capitals leading currently. Hurst tries the wrong foot king. Abrams gets it in the corner. Back to Hurst. Now it's Beatty at top of the arc. Bibby on the right side. Bibby drives to the baseline. Oh, pass goes in. Uh, Duke just gets a body on, puts the body on the line, hands up in front of her face. It's over the baseline. Nine seconds left on the shot clock, John. Duke was a wake up to Bibby driving baseline there and getting the outlet pass back out to the corner. She's done it a few times this afternoon. Duke 
quick to get onto the intercept that time, knock it out of court. Nine seconds left on the shot clock as Abrams inbounds, goes to B, uh, Bevilacqua, uh, back to Abrams, Abrams for Bevilacqua for three, and Garn comes up with a rebound. One minute left to go in the third term, it's been all capital so far. Duke over the top, Beatty slaps it away from Rasmussen, and it's over the baseline. Yeah, eight points to lead to Canberra, I think Adelaide would really like to make at least a two-point inroad before three-quarter time. That eight points was all gained in that first two minutes, too. It's been uh, back and forth since then. Rashford is bounce pass to Duke in the paint. Block shot by Beattie. That's what, number eight? Six, number six. Okay. It's uh, Loftag and bounce into Bevilacqua. White line fever. That's why I call it that. Bevilacqua is putting up the shot. <laughs> Rebecca Duke, just two hands in the small of the back. A big push. No doubt about the foul. Bevilacqua went very hard to the basket there, knowing that she could draw the foul from Rebecca Duke, and that's exactly what she did. Well, Duke, as I said, she's white line fever for a reason. He just thought, all right, she's beat me. Bugger it. I'm going to make it hard for her. Pushes her in the back. And, uh, well, Bevilacqua was Supergirl-like as she was uh, flying across the air there. She doesn't make the first. Shot was way too flat. One of the few players to have a WNBA and WNBL title next to their name. Yes, and they all came within about 12 months, well, within the 12-month cycle of basketball, I think you're fine too. As uh, Bevelacqua makes a second. Nine-point ball game inside the last minute of the third term now as Lindsay brings the ball down the left wing. Bibby watching her. Lindsay has been playing extremely well. One of the veterans of the WNBL, Narelle Lindsay, Carrying the ball down with Aaron Phillips away. Played well. Garn gets the bounce pass in the paint. He has to double round to the right elbow. Goes outside to Foley. There she Beatty does the rebounding. Bevelacqua takes it off to the races. There's the Bevelacqua pulls up at the left elbow for the Capitals. Lofthagen, they're looking at the shot clock. It's a one second gap. As Bevelacqua setting up now. They don't want to give Adelaide the chance to come back. Bevilacqua, outlet pass to Bibby for three. Oh, hits the iron, rattles out. And Garn does the rebounding. Rasputin picks it up. Foley gets the ball at half court. But the, uh, the play was enacted there. They wanted to get a score. That was the only thing that didn't work for them. But, gee, at three-quarter time, the Capitals are leading by nine points. 59-250, John. It has been an impressive turn by the Canberra Transact Capitals as they have really shown a uh, determination we've not seen for a number of weeks. Yeah, well, Craig, you said it. They really set it up in the first minute and a half there where they went on that 8-0 run in the third quarter. Vivian Abrams sliding out for the three-point arc, shot the ball superbly, and that really gave Canberra some momentum. From there, they traded baskets to Canberra and Adelaide, but as we see, a nine-point lead. One quarter to go. Canberra going to take some stopping here in front of their home crowd. They are indeed as the Capitals. Well, with a nine-point advantage, looking at the scorers, hopefully the score sheet will be here in a moment. But, uh, John, you've got them on your sheet? Yes, Jess Bibby leads all scorers. She's on 18 for the afternoon, also scoring for Canberra. Ava Bishop remains on 10 points. Abrams is on 12. Six points to Donna Lothagen, Tracy Beattie and Tully Bevelacqua. Looking on the other side of the equation for the Adelaide Lightning. 12 points to Tracy Garn. 10 points to Jess Foley. 8 points to Sam Worsnam. And also 7 points to Narelle Lindsay. So, 
Adelaide have really stopped a bit in that third quarter. It was only the first couple of minutes, but Canberra, gee, I'd like to be on them at the moment, Craig. Adelaide shooting at 25% for that quarter then. 25% for the quarter, that is a, a terrible. Four from 16. Meanwhile, the Capitals hit eight from 17. Three from seven outside the arc after they'd only put up four shots to the entire first half. One from six for Adelaide outside the arc. So certainly has been a, uh, a huge difference just there in shooting percentage alone. As the second quarter, as, as the final term is about to start, it'll be Foley, Lindsay, Garn, Woosom and Rasputin, Lockhagen, Beattie, Bevilacqua, Beerby and Abrams for the Capitals, John. Ten minutes of basketball remaining for the season for one of these teams, unless... And it did happen last time these two teams met in a final, unless there is overtime. Yes, well, stranger things have happened. Remember, the Capitals were down by... Uh, what were they down by? They were down by... Yeah, they got down points. by nine points in one stage. Yes, and were able to level it up to go into the second half. Even. Looking at the Adelaide bench, Chris Lucas, wouldn't he love to have Erin Phillips at his disposal? She's sitting on the bench, unable to play because of that knee injury. Rasputin now over the top to Garn. Garn, Carso, Bibby gets in there and makes the seal. So the Capitals will effectively now get the first chance to put scores on the board here. It's 59-50. Capitals just taking their time in offence. As over the top, Abrams goes to Beattie. Beattie brings it in. That's the confidence builder she'll need. As the Capitals open it up to an 11 point advantage. Foley now on the left wing. Down in the back of the front court. Garn drives up to the key, then goes to Lindsay. Lindsay drives into the paint. Foley for three. Pulls in trigger. Doesn't drop. And Lockhagen comes up with a rebound. Bevel Aqua. Oh, leaves it behind her as she tried to dribble it behind her back. Hands off to Beattie, then gets it back to Bevilacqua. So she puts the dribble in motion, goes to the right side. Bibby now works the ball into Lockhagen. Beattie all by herself in the paint. Gets another two. Capital 63. And the Lightning 50 here. Eight minutes and 42 seconds. Tracy Beattie, ten points for them again. Four points already in this final quarter. Woosnam now, Rasmussen on the right side to Foley. Then off to Woosnam again. Bounce pass inside the gun. Leaves the ball at her feet. But the foul, I think, has been called on Garn. Bevelacqua will get her second. There's her second personal foul. First foul of the final term. Eight minutes, 20 seconds left. Timeout has been called by, I think, the Adelaide Lightning. No, might be by the Capitals. So, not real. I'm not getting a clear indication of who's the timeout that was called. But the Capitals going into the timeout. Coach Graff just wanting to have a chat to them. And Tracy Garn stepping back to the line. Garn is the only player in the... Oh, no, yes, uh, Garn and Lindsay are both in foul trouble. They're sitting on three. Not critical trouble, but certainly there. As uh, for the Capitals, it is only Abby Bishop on three personal fouls. I think the game's been extremely well called tonight, John. 
Uh, it's been extremely well called, I must say, Craig, but it's also been extremely well refereed. You've done a superb job, I'm I must say. I'm talking about the refereeing, John. <laughs> I know, Called Craig. by the referees. I think they're doing a great job. And you yeah. know me, I'm the first one to sledge the great team. Damien Thies, Raul Kirsten and also Philip Haynes have done an outstanding job. And, well, you'd imagine they're the best referees going around in the 06 season, but given the honour of umpiring or refereeing the only game in this finals week, the second last week of the season, the preliminary final, I'd imagine if they referee well, which they have, They'd be leading in contention to referee the grand final. Well, we'll see. The uh, pool of officials was announced last week. But let's see. We have 8 minutes, 27 seconds left. The Capitals are up by 13 as Tracy Garn steps to the line for the Adelaide Lightning to try and close the gap. Last year, this team were fellas. This year, the Lightning have struck and they're trying to get their way into the grand final. She makes both and closes the gap down to 11 points. Up to 14 for the afternoon, Tracy Garn, and that's what she shot against the Capitals here in round 11. Neil, Narelle Lindsay tries to go into Bevel Aqua to check her ball security. Goes around the arc now from Beatty to Abrams, who works back around the perimeter, kicks it to. Oh, to uh, Bibby. Bibby's shot hit the side of the backboard. Beatty couldn't pull it back in and Foley comes up with it, brings it into the front court for Adelaide now. So defensive stop. Can Adelaide build on that? Lindsay on the right wing. Oh, Lockhagen goes out to her. Rasputin now finds Foley in the paint. Foley's shot blocked by Beatty again. Abrams now off to the races. Abrams, look away pass. It's Bibby who, oh, tried to get the pass back to Abrams in the paint. Foley comes up with it and Jess Foley pushes hard to Tracy Garn who gets the layup. Garn's having an outstanding game now up to 15, uh, 16 points rather. Yeah, back into a nine-point ball game now. So Adelaide getting a bit of a run. It's bounce pass to Bibby. Bibby to Lofthagen. Lofthagen bounces into the paint, then kicks it out to Abrams, who backs away and puts a thumb in the air. Gets a screen that time from Beatty, but Lindsay rolls off it. Goes back to Bibby. Seconds running out, and Bibby just banks it in with no pressure at all from the free throw line. Back out to an 11-point ball game, 65-64, 6 minutes and 55 seconds left. She's into the 20s, 21 points for Jess Bibby. Foley now goes back to Woosnam on the right-hand side. Driving down the left lane. Draws the foul out of Donna Lofthagen, who gets her second personal foul. And Woosnam will go to the line. That is the second foul on the Capitals. Only two fouls so far in this term. Lofthagen sits down. Bishop comes up, and I think Kerry Graff this time calls the timeout. So... First time out was called by Chris Lucas. Second one now by Coach Kerry Graff. Yeah, I think Tracy Beatty was a little bit unlucky to be called for that foul because drove. Sorry, Lothagen. Because drove to the basket and actually sort of almost sharked Lothagen's hand and grabbed it as she drove. So it could have gone either way, really. Yeah, Lothagen wasn't happy with the call. She got subbed out too. So we're back to the starting five for the Canberra Transact Capitals. Here as it'll be Lauren King, Woosnam, Foley, Lindsay and Garn for the Adelaide Lightning. It is the Bevelacqua, Beattie, Abrams, Bishop and Bibby. 
and interesting. Canberra have got, well, I reckon 11 girls huddled around in this circle at the moment. Eleanor Sharp, working for the ABC TV coverage. She would have been one of the girls in the singlets last season. This season, she's got the ABC shirt on, and she's still listening intently. No doubt going to report back what Coach Carrie Graff has got to say. But I'm tipping... Part of her would be hoping that the Capitals get over the line tonight. Well, I'm sure she'd love to uh, call the grand final uh, straight after having been the uh, victorious coach last year, and she'd love to be calling the grand final with her team up in a contention for it. But we have to wait and see. 65 plays 54, 6 minutes and 48 seconds, and Sam Woosnam steps to the line for the Adelaide Lightning. She makes the first, and it is... It is the uh, Capitals now up by 10. Check that nine as Wisdom makes the second. So Bevelacqua and Beatty working it out of the backcourt together. Bevelacqua picks up the pace, tries to outrun Lindsay, has to go back. Bibby is at the top of the arc, goes right side to Abrams. Oh, Bishop gets herself with no one between her and the basket and she banks it in nicely with a nice little layup. 56. 67 plays 56 here at the AS Arena. Capitals at the moment look like they're playing Sydney next week. Pass capped from Foley going to King. Capped away from Bevel Aqua. But it's good enough for the Adelaide side to get it back. Hook shot off the glass from Narelle Lindsay is good. And brings it back to a 9.4 game. Lindsay just had to make something out of nothing there. She drove into the paint and made the hook shot stick. Oh, Lindsay comes again. She's lifted her game in the last few seconds. Bibby passed to Bishop. Bishop wasn't aware that Lindsay was in there. And Lindsay just ripped the ball out of her hands. Oh, Bevelacqua gets the steal. The pass from King to Garn. Intercepted by Bevelacqua. John, it is fast and furious here. Both teams know their season is on the line. And at the moment, the Caps have the nine-point advantage. Bevelacqua pulls up on the right side, goes outside to Bishop, then off to Abrams. Beatty's in the paint, jump shot short. Woosnam cleans up for the Lightning. Woosnam down the right wing to King. King, oh, fakes the shot, then goes towards the lane. Bishop has crashed into King on the shot. The points should count. Yes, they do. And Lauren King will go to the line. Abby Bishop gets her fourth personal foul. Yeah, that's a concern, but I guess it is late in the game. Only five minutes remaining. Canberra have plenty in the bank in terms of tools. Lofhagen, Beattie, and also, well, I guess Dalglish or Sinclair also. Even Langey can get out there as that sort of third tall out on court. So Bishop's contributed well. She's yeah. remaining out on court for the moment as it's juggled in by Lauren King. Yeah, down to a 6.4 game now. 67 to 61 as Aaron Lorenzo stands up and try, uh, Lorenzini, sorry, stands up and tries to get this Adelaide team fired up from the bench. Abrams puts up a three, it's all there! Kelly Abrams moves the Capitals along to 70 points and back out to a nine point lead as Adelaide looks like they were getting a run on. That's Abrams' third triple, 15 points. Foley driving through, four players, makes the shot! Abrams wondering how she didn't get the foul, called against her. Foley, but Foley, what a great player she has been since coming back from the NCAA college units. Uh, ball through hands. Inside, then out, goes to eventually Bishop, then off to Bibby. Pull up, jump shot on the right lane. Oh, the shot landed. It was an air ball. 
uh, Loft Hagen got the ball in her hands, but her foot was on the line, and that is out. It is out of court. Good refereeing there from Craig Revelle. Sportradio.com.au. 70-63. Canberra lead now by just seven points. Yeah, four minutes and 18 seconds left as Narell Lindsay brings the ball back down the floor. It is Lindsay trying to get around Bibby. Drives the right lane. Outside to Woosnam. Shot. Banks it. Doesn't go in. Oh, King was trying to do the rebounding there. Lockhagen wasn't happy with it, but gets it away to Abrams. Then off to Bevilacqua. Foley has just gone crashing into Bishop. Uh, she'll pick her up off the ground now. Bishop fouled. And uh, Foley, no problems for her. Only her second personal foul. That was a good, uh, good uh, professional foul there from Jess Foley. Had she allowed Bishop just to shoot that unabated, she would have simply made that shot easily under the basket. It's at least going to put her under pressure to make them from the free throw line, which she misses the first. Well, you'd have a stat for the season there, and uh, you would know that it's uh, a lot harder going for uh, from the free throw line than it has been from the field. She makes the second, 71 plays, 63, as Garn inbounds it to Lindsay. I've got you on the hot, John. Sorry about that. Well, unfortunately, the website didn't put out the stats for this final tonight, Craig, so I would have been using one-week-old stats. Oh, can't do that. Lindsay now works hard on the baseline, woos them. Bevelacqua hits the ground. Lindsay puts up the three. King works hard inside, and King, unfortunately, couldn't control the ball. It's over the baseline, and the Cats affect the stop. Cherie Smith comes back in, the veteran of the Adelaide side. She has been in a uh, number of finals campaigns. And Smith, who I think was injured for the first half of the season, is back out on court and is, well, looking forward to coming back into this Adelaide side. Can they turn around the eight-point deficit that the Capitals have on them? Inbounds now from Lockhagen to Abrams. Just walking it up, now gets into a skip to get into the front court. Down the right wing it is. Abrams goes right side to Bevlacqua who drives baseline. Kick out to Bibby. Bibby now backs away around the perimeter. Ball, good reach in from Smith there to knock it loose. Garn comes up with it. Bevlacqua tries to get away from her. Gets it away from her, but Woosnam gets the pass. Now Foley into Garn. Garn fading jump shot. Oh, lovely. She's having a great game. 18 points. Yep, has been a big contributor for the Adelaide Lightning in 2007. 71 plays, 65. Three minutes left in the preliminary final here. The grand final awaits one of these two teams. At the moment, it's Canberra-Sydney. Some great years we've seen Canberra-Sydney grand finals. Will we see one in Sydney now as Darrell Lindsay gets her fourth personal foul, knocking Carly Belbalacqua to the floor as she was making the fading jump shot. It's only a two-point shot. Looked like she had fallen backwards outside the three-point arc. The crowd was hoping for three free throws, but it wasn't to be as the shot was being put up from inside the arc. Bevel Aqua is going to do the floor sweeping herself. As she, <laughs> she the, the girl gave her what a, a drink coaster instead of giving her the uh, instead of giving her the. Uh, broom, because I think Bevel Aqua wanted to do the brooming herself. But, anyway, having a moment, does the floor sweeping, and Bevel Aqua gets ready to shoot too. So, Bevel Aqua at the line. Capitals get the first. The crowd goes wild. There was a hush around the stadium. The AIS Arena, at least 3,000, 3,500. Now, the attendance not being posted on the uh, score sheet yet. 
It's uh, with the three-point. Look, we're looking at the bench. Garn, Lindsay, Smith, Foley, and Woosnam for the Lightning. Woosnam, Foley, Smith, and Lindsay are all three-point specialists. Over the other side, you have Lockhagen, Bevilacqua, Abrams, Bibby, and Bishop. You've only got Abrams and Bibby that you would call three-point shooters. The rest are certainly they're shooters, but they're not aggressive shooters, as we uh, have seen right throughout. What happened there, John? I wonder how Adelaide coach Chris Lucas felt about Eleanor Sharp having her head in that all-important huddle with just over a minute to go in this contest. Well, he knows she's doing a job. Lindsay gets the ball inbound from Garn, carries it back. One minute and 11 seconds left. Woosnam now. Foley cutting around the back of the her. Woosnam still has it. Puts it into a dribble now. And kicks right side to Foley. Foley goes to the basket. Her shot is short. And it's Bevilacqua. Off to the races. We're inside the last minute. She's going to eat up the time clock. Bevilacqua slipped. Foley has taken it to the ground, so Foley gets to stop the clock with the intentional foul. Foley should not have been the player fouling there. That is her third. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Inbound ball from Bishop goes to Abrams. Abrams gets away. Hand off to Bevilacqua. They're looping back. They have 19 seconds. Garn knocks Bevilacqua over, and we stop the clock again. Three fouls. That will be the fourth, so yep. they haven't given away any shooting. Bevilacqua is limping slightly. They've got to be careful here because Lindsay and Yard have both got four personals, so they cannot be the players to foul here. No, they, they need one more foul here, Adelaide, to send Canberra to the line. 45 seconds. 45.8 seconds. Abrams, Cherie Smith now. Cherie Smith draws the foul, stops the clock again. This time they'll walk to the line. So they've stopped the clock, they've given the foul away, they're going to sacrifice two points to get possession. Wow. Well, potentially two points potentially, to get possession. Yeah. They probably didn't want it to be Kelly Abrams to step up to the line, as, well, Abrams misses the first, King looks like she wants to sub back in, Lindsay having a chat with the assistant coach Marcus Long there. He makes the second. Rouse to a six-point ball game with 42.7 seconds left to go in the quarter. The crowd starting to get the chant up as Gunn looks inbound to Smith. Smith is down the left wing, into the front half now, on the defence job side. Goes to Lindsay for three. She pulls the trigger and makes the shot. It's a three-point ball game with 34.5 seconds left to go. Narelle no. third triple and two it's in the last a minute. Two point shot here, so it's a four point ball game. Ooh. So I'm not sure. Lauren King, I think, tried to get into the game, but she all started there. Inbound ball. Abrams now, 30 seconds left. She has to get into the front court. She has a few seconds to do it. Bishop gets it on the arc. Bishop's fouled by Woosnam. Woosnam. Second personal foul. Bishop will go to the line. 26 seconds left. And, uh, yeah, four-point ball game. I'm sorry, I didn't add on the... Um, it was a three-point shot. I didn't add on the uh, the free throw that uh, Abrams had scored before. That's why it's a four-point ball game. 76, 272, 26 seconds. Abrams makes it. 77 plays, 72. 26 seconds left. And... Right. Well, will she go the deliberate miss? No, she makes the shot. 26 seconds left. King gets the inbound pass down the left wing. 
It's King trying to go all the way. Garn banks it in. 20 seconds left. The Caps can just play possession now. Adelaide have to force. And it is Garn in defence. Foley. Foley in defence. So her fourth personal foul now. And we walk the floor. This is where basketball becomes a bit ugly. I, I know it's part of the game, but it, it's fascinating to they watch. They have to stop the They clock. have to deliberately foul, stop the clock, get the capitals to the line. But it's unlike any other sport that you'd see. Yes, it is. Bevelak will make the first. The job is getting even bigger for Adelaide now. If the she she makes it. Canberra really can't lose. All right, that's the call from John Keogh. She makes it. 80 points to 74. Six-point ball game, 18 seconds left. Oh, and the pass from Woosom was between the legs of Lauren King. The Caps have the final possession now from the side. Abby Bishop steps up to the side. They look like they'll be playing Sydney next weekend in the grand final. Bishop inbound to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua runs round in circles. King fouls her. You can raffle it off. Because Foley uh, was going to get there to stop the clock as well. Coach Graff over there talking tactics with Bevilacqua. So we'll have to see as uh, Bevilacqua giving a message to Abby Bishop and to uh, all the team now as they huddle around. To shoot two, 14.6 seconds left. John Keogh loses the three-quarter time stats for us. Well done, John. Well, they're history, aren't they, Good Craig? hands award to John Keogh. Bevelacqua makes the shot. It's 81 to 74. And Adelaide are the boy with the barrow. And the barrow is full. Bevelacqua, the crowd goes silent. She rattles the second one in. 82 plays, 74. It's an eight-point win to the capital. As Wooster now dribbles the ball onto a foot. It's all gone wrong in the final seconds of the game for Adelaide. Bishop inbounds it to Abrams. Abrams and Bevelacqua just work it around. Bevelacqua wins. Six seconds left. Bibby, final possession, shakes the hand of Jess Foley. The Capitals have gone to the grand final the long way. And next weekend they will face the Sydney Uni Plains in Sydney to defend their defence job, WNBL Championship. As Sam Wilson, the captain of Adelaide, goes over to congratulate Terry Graham, it is Abrams shaking the hand of Chris Lucas, the Capitals pulling together in the centre of the court as we see the teams celebrating the Capitals, commiserating Harbour Lightning. Boy, what a game of basketball, Craig. A terrific effort from both teams. Look, Adelaide will go away disappointed, obviously. They're not going to be in the grand final. Chris Lucas is having a real good word for them now in their huddle. But in all honesty, they were a player down tonight, and that player was Aaron Jobs. And I think in the end, that was probably the difference between these two teams. Take nothing away from the Capitals. They played very good basketball, particularly in the second half when the game was there to be won. Canberra will go into the grand final. I think we've got the grand final we want. Well, we'll speak to the coaches and some of the players next here on sportradio.com.au. Crappy back to uh, defend that championship next week. That's where we wanted to be. You know, we knew it was going to be Adelaide. It was going to be tough. They, they fought us hard. I mean, I don't think that, that scoreline was probably indicative of the, the toughness of that game. We managed to hold on and nail big free throws at the end. But we want another shot at Sydney. You know, we... Um, we were disappointed the way we played that last game of the regular season. Happy with the way we played the semi, but didn't get the result we want. We want another go at them. We, we so desperately want this championship. 
I think this team's as special as the Caps have ever been and we're going for it. Your tolls have just been so important to you in the last few games. Yeah, they have. I mean, you know, I don't know what the rebounding turned out to be, but we were a disaster on the boards in the first half. I think we were down 65 to 35% and absolute shellacking. I hope, hopefully we turned that around. I don't know if we evened it up, but we got to go to our strength and our strength is our size and our speed. And yeah, I think Bibby stepped up with some huge shots. Abrams was great. Composure and hit a couple of big ones, and our bigs just battled their way in the glass, on the glass. Defence on the Adelaide scorers, too, was impressive. It was. I mean, they got some great scorers. Woodson's had a hell of a season. Foley's a legit shooter. Um, Gay Hunt's an unbelievable rebounder, and I think, you know, we made it tough for them. They didn't get too many easy shots, and I think that, you know, look, that was high scoring. I'm not happy with that scoreline, but, um, you know, we shut down some key people. All the best for next week. Thank you. Well, Tracy Beattie, uh, get your second grand final berth in yeah. two years for the Capitals. Uh, a huge game tonight. The block shot count was massive. <laughs> yeah, show me about the score count. No, um, look, if I could get it done one end, and, uh, I, like, I wasn't hitting shots down the other end, so if I can do something other than... You know, we had other scorers tonight, so it wasn't a big part. Abby's been a, a great little foil for you throughout the years. Yeah. You're putting them up there, she's rebounding them, she's putting them up there, you're rebounding Yeah, no, uh, we've uh, worked fairly well together this season. Like, she's a young kid and uh, has absolutely blossomed under Coach Graff, and, yeah, it's exciting to come, to, to see what she's still got to come. Well, one more game to go this season. One more game. It's a big one. You really want to uh, show Nat Porter what you haven't done so far this year. That's right. Well, we've done it once this year, um, but not on their court, unfortunately. So, uh, big test. Uh, actually, it's not even really their court. So, you know, there's no real home court advantage, and uh, the refs are normally neutral. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they should be anyway. But, yeah, I mean, they're not home court refs and stuff. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Big brother wants you, ABC. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Over, so thanks a lot. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, Kelly Abrams, uh, well, at the beginning of the game, uh, it was... Sharpie, who uh, had a few words to you to present you with your uh, your highest Capitals Player Award, and uh, I guess she was saying to you, let's go and get this grand final. Yeah, that felt pretty special at the start of the game. You know, Sharpie's a great friend of mine, so that was good. But, you know, we were focused on what we had to do today, and uh, we weren't leaving this gym without getting a crack at Sydney again next week. And, of course, uh, well... 40 minutes left in your season and you want that back-to-back championship. Sure do. Look, uh, you know, we spoke this morning. Everyone's got their own reasons for winning a championship. You know, might be a bit self- selfish. I want one as a captain. You know, I want back-to-back and, um, you know, I want another, another championship and I want it for my teammates too. You know, this is what you work for. All the best and uh, good luck this week heading up to uh, Penrith, the neutral gym almost. Yeah, I mean, look, that's good. I mean, no team's got a home advantage, so... You know, we'll be look. That place will be packed, and um, it'll be a good atmosphere. And uh, looking forward to it. All the best. Thanks. Well, Abby Bishop, a big game tonight in the grand final berth. Who would have thought that as you were driving from the AIS to Adelaide at the uh, well pre-season that you'd be looking at a grand final spot? Yeah, no, it's very exciting. Um, never been in finals before, and everyone doubted us without Lauren this year. So it's good to prove them wrong. And it's not all over yet. We've got another game next weekend, and hopefully we can get that win. Your confidence is growing too. You're starting to make those shots early in the game and we could just see how uh, how much more confidence that was giving you. Yeah, I'm starting to get confident under the basket and I just need to keep finishing off and keep going back and taking shots myself. But yeah, it was a good game overall. All the best. Thank you. I might cough. Well, Telly Belvillac, we're... Uh, well, second grand final to, what, what, three years with the Caps now? Yes. And uh, it's all... The old foe, Sydney, up against you. I know. It's, uh, 
it's uh, back to that grudge match um, that we've got going with them. And, uh, uh, you know, we start from start from scratch, scratch again. It doesn't matter what the records were during the season, you know, who won the last encounter. Anything can happen on the day. And, and yeah, I'm ready to have another crack at them because we are on one. What about this Adelaide side? They just never laid down, did they? Uh, you know, I got a lot of respect for you know the Adelaide team. Without obviously Aaron Phillips in the in the squad, a lot of other players stepped up, and uh, you know they took it to us right down to the wire, and that's credit to them. Um, and you know they can walk out of here with their heads held high. There's no you know reason for them to to, to be too down on themselves, because I think you know the odds were against them, um, but they did a really really good job. What are your thoughts going to what is really a neutral gym for the Grand? Final. Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, the great thing is, you know, it's not quite like home court advantage for them because we get a lot of our fans. We basically take up half the stadium with our fans. So, you know, because of the proximity, it's great that a lot of our fans make that journey. So, um, you know, it's not there's no home court advantage now, and uh, it's up for grabs. This is what we play for. We made it to the championship game. Now we just got to make sure when that first. You know, tip-off goes that we, we give it just 100% effort. Sure you will. Thank you very much. Well, Donna Lockhagen, it's uh, been a roller coaster ride emotionally for you this week with uh, the way it started. You're now going to a grand final at the end of the week. Yeah, I know. Like, we're absolutely stoked, you know, to come away with the win. Um, it probably wasn't one of our, our greater games, but, um, you know, we got the W at the end, so now it's... Uh, a lot of work this week to look at Sydney on Saturday. It is going to be uh, an interesting game, and uh, I guess what a lot of the girls have said is you owe Sydney at least one. Exactly, and what a better time to do it in the grand final. So, um, you know, like I've never won a grand final in the, the WNBL, so it'll be kind of special. And um, Abby Bishop, you know, like we're really wanting to, you know, go out there and have a W, and um, it's going to take a lot of hard work, but um, it is our time to topple them. Yeah, and you can also say, well, I've helped the Australian team too once, so when you're going to play for that New Zealand team, you can uh, you can try and help them to win as well. Well, I don't know if I'll be actually playing for them, but um, I'll definitely be supporting them. But, um, you know, like at the end of the day, who knows, I could be back over here again if I decide to play again. But um, I've loved my experience over here at Canberra. It's my um, second season over here, and um, I just hope this time we can get a win. Well, we know it was a tough week for you, and uh, it was great to see you out on the court and uh, bouncing back. Thank you. Thanks very much. Well, Jess Betty, a, uh, a grand final berth. You've played a few of them for Dandenong. Yeah, this is my going to be my fourth in a row. Um, hopefully I can get my first championship with camera, but, you know, a good job by the guys today. The first uh, two you won anyway. Yeah, missed out to the Caps last year, so I guess everyone else is going for back-to-back, and I'm just hoping to get my first here. And tonight, the game, Adelaide just were immensely uh, tough to get over. They never gave you a break. Yeah, I mean, they were always going to be, you know, for both of us, I'm sure the mentality was, you know, it's do or die. If, you know, whoever loses doesn't get another chance next week. And we knew they were going to throw everything at us. And, you know, we, I guess we were able to get a bit of momentum in the third quarter and, and, and hang on. Lindsay and Foley, just amazing opponents, aren't they? Yeah, look, you know, I've, I've played against Norelle for years. And, you know, she's, she's super poised under pressure and, and ran their offense really well. And, and, and Foley, again, is a you know, young player that's come out of a, you know, a pretty, I guess, a special university over there in, in America. And, you know, we knew she was one player that we had to stop if we were going to get the win tonight. All right, what do you have to do to beat Sydney? Look, I think we were on the right track last week. I, you know, I, I guess if we can play, you know, 40 minutes of, you know, relentless pressure, um, you know, we, we're as good a chance as anybody. But, you know, I think last week, offensively, we got a little bit stagnant in the third quarter and we've got to make sure we, we keep pushing the tempo against those guys. And, 
Yeah, we'll see how we go. That's where you really pushed it tonight. It was the third quarter that made the difference, wasn't it? Yeah, we, we spoke about that at halftime, making sure we left everything out on the floor and, and, and we didn't feel that they could they could run with us and you know we were able to, I guess, up the tempo a little bit in the third quarter and that's what broke the game open. All the best for the grand final. Thank you. Well, Jess Bibby, didn't she have an influence on this preliminary final tonight? 23 points. She really lit it up, particularly in the second half. 16 points in the third and fourth quarters. She was the star for the Capitals, but she wasn't alone. Kelly Abrams, well, what a terrific leadership role from her tonight, Craig. 16 points, three triples. A couple of them came at crucial times late in the game. She really led from the front, not just with her scoring. No, and that's right. As you heard, she said to me at the end, everyone wants this grand final for selfish reasons, uh, or for different reasons. And she said, yes, it might sound selfish, but I want a grand final as captain. Well, that's, you know, you shouldn't begrudge her that because she's led terrifically all season. And I think we've got the grand final we want. We've got one versus two. They finished that way in the home and away season. Sydney v Canberra. Well, you know, it's going to be a tough road trip for the Capitals. But as Kelly Abrams has said, it's a grudge match and we owe them one. So there's going to be plenty of feeling going into this week's grand final in Canberra. They're not going to leave anything in the bank. Yeah, that's right. Now, looking at the stats, the stats man today... I wouldn't say best in the business, but we'll go with John Keogh. Maybe improving, Craig, would be the term. (laughs) uh, The good thing is you haven't got me counting to six like we enjoy through my football season. In front of a crowd of 2,750 here at the AIS Arena. It was the Capitals, 82-74. to Let's look at some of the stats. The field goal percentages first, well, for the... Uh, Canberra Capitals, they shot the ball at 46% up against Adelaide, 43% from the field goals. It was only in the uh, third term when Adelaide shot the ball at 25% that they struggled. Generally fairly good shooting all night. The three points was interesting. Canberra only jacked up four three-point attempts in the first half. In the second half, well, after the the total at the end of the game, they were six from 13 from the three-point arc, 46%. That's terrific shooting from the arc. Adelaide were four from 15, 26% from the three-point arc. The foul shooting was terrific tonight, Craig. Uh, Canberra shot the ball at 78% from the free-throw line, including, as Graffy mentioned in a post-match interview, some crucial free-throw baskets, particularly from Tully Bevilacqua late in the game when there were some intentional fouls or professional fouls committed by the Adelaide Lightning. Adelaide were even better from the free-throw line, shooting the ball at 87%. The rebounds, Adelaide led early. They maintained that lead. At the end of the game, they had nine more rebounds than Canberra, 40 to 31. Turning our attention to some of the individual stats for Canberra, the leading scorer on the court, Jessica Bibby, with 23 points, including two triples. Kelly Abram, 16 points and three triples. And also Abby Bishop, 15 points. She was a star tonight. That young player, she really had an impact early. Her 10 points came in the first half, Craig. I think she went scoreless in the third quarter and came home with a wet sail with five points in the final term. Also contributing for the Capitals tonight, Tully Bevilacqua shot 12 points. And most of them came later in the game as well. She was particularly good from the free throw line at seven of eight from that range. And they were there to be made when the game was on the line. Looking at the Adelaide Lightning individual stats, the leading scorer, Tracy Garns, she had a double-double tonight, 20 points and 10 rebounds. She played somewhat of a lone high-end for the Adelaide Lightning. She can hold her head up very high, the American import. 
Second leading scorer for the Adelaide Knighty, Narelle Lindsay, 14 points, including two from six from the three-point arc. Sam Woosnam, 12 points and seven rebounds. And Jessica Foley finished the night on 12 points. Meanwhile, Craig Gravel has left me on my own some in the sport radio commentary box. He's raced over the other side of the AIS arena. He's catching up with the losing player from the Adelaide Lightning this afternoon, Jess Foley. Just follow your, your thoughts coming back into the defence jobs, yeah. WNBL this year, and the season ending one game too short, I guess you imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we've had a rough finish to the season. We definitely started out really strong, and um, you know we have a new team, so while we're disappointed we lost today, I think there's a lot of positives to take out of the season. How have you enjoyed coming back into the WNBL after those seasons in the NCAA? It's different. Uh, the WNBL definitely doesn't have the atmosphere and that sort of thing of college uh, basketball, but there's a certain tenacity about Australian players and I love uh, getting amongst it and I've really enjoyed just playing against friends again, so it's good to be back in, in Australia. You've met up with a lot of former teammates over this year. Is, uh, when you're playing against them, is, it, is that also a funny experience too? That Oh, where did they get that in their game since I've been away? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because I played with girls from just about every team in the league when I was at the Australian Institute of Sport, and they've all established their careers already in the WNBL, so I've got a bit of catch-up to do. For your own performance coming back, were you happy with your season? I've definitely had some ups and downs, and I'll be looking to become more consistent next season, but I'm I'm definitely not unhappy with the way I've played this season, and I think uh, I've got quite a bit to build on. And the experience, because previously it was under Coach Brown in the AAS. How does Coach Lucas, and what are the differences there that you've experienced? Uh, you know, they're not that different as as coaches. That I had a female coach in America, and she was very, very intense. And I think that Chris and, and Phil Brown both sort of bring a little bit more of a calm head to the table. Um, but they're very passionate about basketball. So, you know, I wouldn't say there's too much of a difference between Brownie and, and Chris. Well, disappointing uh, tonight, as we said, but uh, you've had a fantastic return to the WNBL and it's been a pleasure to see you going around once again. Oh, thank you, and I'll be back next year, so hopefully uh, we might get a win up in Canberra next year. All the best. Thanks. Craig Gravel catching up with Jess Foley there. She's had a fantastic season since coming back to the WNBL from Duke University in the United States. Well, I think the turning point in this game is Craig Gravel is dashing back over to the commentary box. He'll be here in a second. The real turning point in this game was the beginning of the third quarter. The scores were tied at halftime at 37 points apiece. Canberra went on an 8-0 run in the first minute and a half of the third term. And in the end, that was effectively the margin. Eight points as Craig Gravel slaps on his headphones, joins us in the sport radio commentary box. Craig... I've just said that the uh, turning point was the beginning of the third quarter. Your assessments of that and the match in general? Hey, look, I, um, I thought this game was going to be close. I will, uh, I will say that Adelaide never said die. They never gave up. And uh, that is what you expect from an Adelaide Lightning side, whether it was coached by Jan Sterling or now Chris Lucas. That is what we have seen from these Adelaide Lightning sides. I said during the call they were fellas last year. This year they were Lightning and uh, they really played that up-tempo game. They were quick like Lightning up and down the floor. Narell Lindsay did a fantastic job and I think, uh, you know, it was, it was the turning point. Coming out of half-time, you, you nailed it in one. That eight-point run that the Capitals went on and they won by eight points. Well, this could be the season that got away from Adelaide. I don't want to harp on it too much because I don't want to 
take anything away from the Capitals' victory, but I reckon they had a potentially championship team here if Erin Phillips was in the lineup. She wasn't in the lineup. All teams have to go through injuries. Unfortunately, the injury to their best player and one of the best players in the comp was right towards the end of the season come finals. Look, uh, I I understand that point of view, but you can you can only play the team that you're faced with uh, each and every week. You can only play against the opposition that's presented to you each and every week. And my view is the defence jobs WNBL this year had so many quality teams. They really, it wasn't until you got down to Townsville that you were finding any sort of drop-off in quality. And, and it's probably a big call to me to say I didn't think Townsville was up to the quality of the first five teams. Going to a 10-team competition is going to be extremely interesting in the future of this defence jobs WNBL. You'll have the, you know, the New Zealand side, so you've got that rivalry. You'll have Bendigo, which uh, I think is going to hurt Bulleen probably more than any other team in, in this competition. Uh, I've just got this feeling that it, uh, Bulleen will be one to, to really watch. Uh, the, when you look at the history of Bulleen, and I, I certainly will get shot for saying this out loud, there was a comment made by a, a very famous president of the Carlton Football Club, and he uh, made that comment about the Western Bulldogs, about a tragic side that only has one premiership to their name. Now, are you talking about John Elliott or Richard Price? Uh, I'm talking <laughs> about John Elliott. And uh, that always comes to mind when I start talking about the history of bullying uh, boomers. No championships, and yet they are such an iconic side in the uh, Defence Jobs WNBL. So uh, I just that always just rings in my mind when, uh, when we talk Boleyn. And I, I have got, uh, I got real worries of what another Victorian side might do for the Boleyn Melbourne Boomers. I could be wrong. It could affect Dandenong more. It could affect the other uh, Capitals if, uh, if Kelly Abrams decides to go home. I, I don't well, think that's Well, there's a lot of happen. homegrown WNBL talent coming from Bendigo. You've got it. McInerney. You've also got Abrams. Well, you've got Christy Harrell, Harrell who's well, overseas. Who's, I think, father is going to be coaching coach this side. So, you know, there are a lot of good players that they could draw on that mm. might want to, you know, maybe there's a case of they won't have a good team because it's everyone who wants to end their season in their hometown. You just don't know how it's all going to pan out. But for the moment, we know the grand final next weekend is Sydney versus Canberra. Last time these two teams met in a grand final, it was the Sydney Uni Flames, known as the Sydney Panthers, that took the grand final from this very arena, the AAS Arena. It is the first time Karen Dalton's team has ever finished on the top of the table. It's the first time Karen Dalton has had a home grand final to coach. She is not going to let this opportunity go to waste. It is interesting that it will be at the Penrith Stadium, at the Penrith Lakes there, because, as I said, there has been that tie-in in the past between the Panthers and Sydney Uni, as they're now known. And uh, it'll be very interesting to see what this Canberra Transact Capitals unit takes to Sydney next week. Sydney will go into fa- that game as the favourite. Canberra, the underdogs, no doubt about that. Sydney, a terrific lineup. They have got some really potent scoring power. They've generally got seven players who can really score in double figures quite regularly, Craig. And I think Canberra's defensive game is going to be have to be at its absolute best. I think for Canberra to win, in all honesty, Sydney are going to have to have a slight off night. I do rate Canberra a chance, there's no doubt about that. But the only time we saw Canberra beat Sydney was at Tuggeranong Stadium earlier in the season. And that night, Sydney started ablaze with Ifiaki scoring nine points in the first 
uh, eight minutes or something like that. But after that, Sydney just went off the boil and Canberra were able to capitalise that. And they only just ended up winning that game. So I think for Canberra to have a genuine chance of winning the championship title, going back-to-back, defending the title... Sydney's going to have to be a little bit below par and Canberra's going to have to be right on their game. Now, I know that you've uh, used the phrase, we've got the grand final, we wanted one versus two, but I will go back to the fact that a Sydney-Adelaide, a Sydney-Canberra, a Canberra-Adelaide, a Canberra-Dandenong, a Sydney-Dandenong, any of those combinations of the finals playoffs teams would have been a, would be a great grand final. We have got one versus two next week. We have, we have. They're the two best teams, but as you mentioned, Craig, the depth in the comp has been outstanding this season. It could have very well been Adelaide, as we saw tonight. They went down by only eight points, the final score. 82 to 74, but the Caps have prevailed into the grand final. They have indeed. And uh, Sport Radio thanks you for joining us for our preliminary final coverage. We look forward to the grand final next week. I hope you can continue to join us as we move out of basketball season and back into the AFL Canberra as we continue to roll on with all the sport here on sportradio.com.au. On behalf of John Keogh, I'm Craig Ravel signing off, wishing you a very good evening.